Hello everyone, welcome to Totally Reprised, the show where for some reason or another we watch all of Totally Spies. I'm Ashley Lee Minor, and I'm joined as always by your friend and mine, Molly. Hi, hey, hi everybody. Um, hey! Hi! It feels like it's been a million years since we've done this, but it's been eight days. <laughs> uh, well, we, we hadn't watched the Totally Spies episode in a while It's been like legitimately two and a half weeks since I watched Totally Spies And I feel very weird about that Yeah, at, as the biggest fans of Totally Spies as It feels weird to not fan. watch yeah. a show, the show weekly uh, Hey, Luke, hi Hey, how you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm pretty good, I'm pretty good uh, And we also have our guest Sean with us this week Hi, it's me Hi Welcome it's me back. from the island of the hunks. You've brought from me here. From the island of hunks. It's a planet, actually. That title doesn't make much sense. It's yeah. It is called Planet of the Hunks, huh? Yeah, I've are referred re- to it as island many times because are they talking about Earth? They must be. Yeah, they gotta be. Well, I mean, th- where else can you find hunks in the, the galaxy? That's you know, it would well, be very Mass difficult. Effect is to be believed. True. True. Mm, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's been a little bit. We didn't watch any Totally Spies last week. It was a weird episode. Uh, I'm glad yeah. everybody liked it so as much as they did. Um, it was so but good, I'm, honestly. I'm ready to talk about Spies, but maybe in about 18 minutes. Hey, yeah. Ashley, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one, I just want to say I'm very glad that people are taking pleasure from the pain of my shower situation. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very bad. I listened to that episode, like, yesterday. Oh, God, what yeah, that's, Earth. like, still going on for you, isn't it? That's going to happen for months. And you see that the horrible thing is, well, I went away for the weekend, which is why we didn't really record episode. Right. And I had a normal shower again, and it felt great. Oh. Um, but now I'm back with the outside shower. But I went away to Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, how was that? Um, that was actually a lot of fun. Uh, I was kind of dreading a bit just because I kind of wanted to stay home because I just moved. Sure. And, you know, all this stuff. And so... But I actually had a lot of fun. I went to the Grand Old Opry, which is like an old country music place. Right. That was where Dolly Parton got her start. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've, listened, uh, I've I, definitely listened to her music. I once I, went to a Dolly Parton concert, and I didn't really like Dolly Parton, so I just stayed in the back and looked at all the people who were waiting outside just trying to listen to the music, and then I just flipped them the bird. <laughs> 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 All right, Ashley, I do need to know, how old were you at this time? I, I was a very cool 12-year-old. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> fucking incredible. <laughs> you were the coolest 12-year-old. <laughs> That's so shitty. That's amazing. <laughs> did, you, were, did you also shout, I do not even like this? I feel like they got it from my body language <laughs> and from me being back there. <laughs> so... Who took you to a Dolly Parton concert at age 12? Hang on, it was your mother. Yes, no. Yes. Of course. And so... <laughs> I don't... That, I, I'll admit, I don't think I've ever heard a Dolly Parton song. I assume I wouldn't like it. 
she's she's okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I have a I'm not like a huge fan of her, but I've gone to like I will not turn off Dolly Parton if it comes up on the radio that I don't listen to. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the theoretical radio. Yes. Yeah. If I were driving in the car and it came on the radio and the radio dial was broken, I wouldn't crash it. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't try to turn it off. It'd be fine. If if I in the choice of Dolly Parton and death, I would gladly choose Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Well, give me that's Dolly a really Parton big endorsement for Dolly Parton. I went to a wax museum. I took a lot of selfies because that's what you do, this. I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then I went to escape room, which I, is what I really want to talk about. Hell yeah. You know, it took three pictures for me to realize that those other people were wax. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like looked at the phone. I was like, oh, who are these new friends? <laughs> Sean? Didn't re- was it like weird? Like, oh, Ashley, I guess knows Rihanna and Taylor Swift. <laughs> that was about what I was figuring out. <laughs> I was on Where my phone and, like, scrolling was? past them real fast. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. How was the escape room, Ashley? Uh, so the escape room was, it was, uh, all, you know, if you never know what escape room is, it's like a room where basically you, you go into a room and you're kind of locked in there. Not actually, but, you know, and as part of the fiction, you're locked in there and you have to escape. It's all very, like, adventure game puzzle bullshit, but in you're real LARPing, life, so it's cool. You're, you're LARPing one of those Flash games on Newgrounds in 2003. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they're all usually themed after something, and this one was themed after a zombie outbreak. It's and the so, year 2017, for the record. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and so uh, we had heard that there was going to be a zombie in the room, but we did not know where the zombie was. So we get in there, and it's all, like, pitch black. We have flashlights, and we go by, and we're solving puzzles. And I solved one of the puzzles, which I feel felt very good about. And usually when you solve a puzzle in this thing, the something near it or in it opens. Yeah. Uh, so you can get the next clue and whatever bullshit you need for the next puzzle. Uh, so I solved that, and this radio uh, is on top of a crate. And I hear the crate open. I'm like, oh, hey, I did it. And then I hear chains, like, clinking, and I was like, oh, shit. And I <laughs> ran away because the zombie was right there. <laughs> wait, 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 where did chains enter into the zombie mythos? Okay, so the zombie is chained up, and the whole thing is that if you're touched by the zombie, then you, are ha- you have to, uh, you're out of the game. Sure. Uh, like, the thing is, like, that the zombie has been captured and then escaped but it's still, like, chained up, and it's, like, chain is stuck on something. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the, the mythos here. Uh, and so... This zombie would, you know, walk around trying to touch people, basically, and we were had to get around it and solve puzzles still. Still in the dark. Uh, and the zombie, every, like, ten minutes or so, would go away back into its crate. Uh, and then... About 30 seconds would pass, it would come back out, but now the chain is longer. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's bad. And so it starts with, it can't reach the end of the room, so you're, like, you have a, like, there's a box in the middle. And so you have, like, several places where you're safe, and you can solve puzzles there. Uh, and then it gets, like, oh, shit, like, it can get reach the end of the room now, and, like, 
that was a moment of like, oh, God, like this thing is... Right. It's just going to get longer and longer, and eventually we have nowhere safe to go. So eventually you have to get people to have this, like, make the zombie, and it's, you know, a real person. They know the deal. They know what, like, they have to do. So they're pretty, you know, okay with... They're keyed in. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, they're keyed in. Uh, you have to make the zombie wrap its uh, a chain around the box in the middle. Mm. Oh, sure. Okay. It's all this stuff where it's, like, you know, you're, uh, like, you know, plugging in stuff, and certain, at certain points you'll have to, like, you know, get things, and these zombie would steal things, and we'd have to <coughs> figure out a way to get this guy to give back our stuff oh. to solve puzzles. Okay. Which was all pretty fun, actually. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Sounds uh, like it. And, like, at one point we had a, like, yeah, you had a ball, and you had to, like, put them in several tubes, and when they come out, like, each ball has a number on it, and it makes a code. <laughs> Okay, yeah, sure. And the zombie took one of the balls, and so we're, like, trying to, like, teach it how to, like, play catch. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, and then later on, we didn't need those balls, but I just kept having one around, and he stole something else. And I was like, oh, like, you know, you like this? He was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't seem like it would hold up under traditional adventure game scrutiny. Uh, yeah, probably not. Um, Says you. Listen, Sean, I, I, he he knows about his adventure games. I've That's probably true. I've seen his Steam library. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I was like, okay, like, I'll give you the like this this ball that you like so much if you give me that, like, placard. Or, like, and he can't, if he touches me, I'm done. So, like, I'm trying to, like, get it without him touching me. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, we, ended up, we ended up not escaping. Oh. We managed to capture the zombie in the crate, and the, but that was, like... Oh, but we had to solve, like, two more puzzles. It was on a time oh, limit. Uh, yeah, it, you have a one-hour time limit. Got it. Also, I got a bruise. Oh, how did that happen? Because whenever the zombie come out, you had to run for it, and usually whatever puzzle you were having to do was right next to the crate. Got it. And so I ran, and I, I, I don't want to... I was trying not to be mean to the people I was playing with, but I'm pretty sure someone pushed me... Towards oh. the zombie. Oh, oh. And you're trying God. to get away from it. Oh my God. They know this is fake, right? There's no real zombie no, here. No, but you get into that, you know, it's, again, it's all dark. Like, we got, like, the lights turned on, like, at, like, 45 minutes. Goodness. That's rude. Yeah, that's a bit much. It's maybe taking Man. the game a little too seriously. These were some very scaredy cat people. <laughs> got it. Also, we know apparently who not to ever trust yeah. in any time of crisis. That guy. That fucking guy. Uh, hi, Sean. Hi, how have you hi, been Molly. since you were last on? I don't think it has, it hasn't been that long, has it? Uh, I was last on for the first person cooking right, episode. Yes, of course. Of course. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but how, how you been? How are yeah. things? Uh Pretty good. Uh, my boyfriend and co-host, uh, Mark, uh, was in the hospital for a while and just got out. He had a oh, like, oh, heart Jesus. pump put in. Oh, geez. Yeah, but he's been recovering pretty well, and uh, he, for the first time in five weeks, uh, I've watched and recorded an episode of, like, Cyborg 009, because to fill time, right. I've been watching yeah, other sure. shit. Uh, well, good. I'm really glad to hear yeah, that no, he's it's... doing okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's recovering really fast. He's uh like he's only been out since Wednesday uh -huh. and it's Tuesday now and like the physical trainer people 
like physical therapy people have already been like, oh, we don't need to visit okay, you at nice, home anymore. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I haven't like been doing much in the way. I mean, I've been watching Lupin the Third and uh, Metabots for the past of four weeks. I I don't know why yeah. Metabots keeps coming up in my life, but people keep talking about Metabots. Well, it's a very mm. good show. It's the dumbest. Now here's the thing: is good. you know Julie Lowe. Uh, right, and she'll talk anything robots. So yes, yes, yeah. I mean, she is one of the people who I keep hearing about Metabots from. Who else is talking about Metabots? It is twenty. Listen, it's twenty seventeen. <laughs> no, that's. <laughs> I mean, I mean, kind of for podcast reasons, I've been talking about Metabots yeah, I guess that's a fair. lot. Yeah, I guess we really don't have much room to talk. We're talking about totally spies in twenty seventeen. <laughs> listen, yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, Metabots was 2001, Totally Spies was 2002. Uh, yeah, so I got one, a full year on you, and two, one of the greatest shows ever made. Um. Clearly. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Luke. Hey, how you doing? I'm, I'm pretty good, how are you? I'm alright. Um, you know, go ahead and hit the music, Ashley, because we do need to enter a microfile <laughs> minute. <laughs> I'm talking about a lady who's actual size. No! I'm talking about a lady who's actual size. No! 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 Words fail. Buildings tumble, the ground opens wide. Light beams down from heaven. She stands before my eyes. She's actual size, but she seems much bigger than me. (laughs) Okay, here we are. This really, this one really isn't about uh, teasing you though, because there's like news to talk about. Is there news? Oh, yeah, big, big news. news. Yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> Good. I'll play the. I'll play the Good. news. Up on okay. That. Great. <laughs> um. I started watching. There, there's a new television program on ah, Stars, yes. and uh, it's <laughs> I'm completely in the dark about this. I don't know what this could possibly be referring to because I don't think I've ever turned uh, on Stars in my life. They're doing an adaptation of the uh, beloved Neil Gaiman, Neil Gaiman, uh, no, 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 American Gods, Neil Gaiman. And, uh, about, I don't know, 15 minutes the, the into the Hugo first... The Hugo Award-winning novel. Yes. One of, you know, like, the classics of, you know, modern fantasy. Yes. Um, it, about maybe 10, 15 minutes into the first episode, it does suddenly cut away to a vignette of a woman unbirthing a man. <laughs> the highest <laughs> budget well, yeah, for a fetish film. They, they meet at a bar... And this guy talks about how oh, he doesn't do much online dating, but he's happy that he's meeting her because she's so beautiful. It cuts to the, her leading him into her bedroom uh-huh. uh, and lighting some candles. And uh, they get undressed and uh, they start fucking and she rolls on top of him and tells him to worship him. Uh, worship her. And she like sits up as she continues to fuck him and slowly starts getting bigger as he shrinks. And, okay. Uh, Okay, I was about to ask. I was about to ask. Hey, hey what the hell does this have to do with this is at all? <laughs> and uh, eventually, he just shrinks small enough to get sucked up into her vagina. 
<laughs> and then she shame. shrinks back down, very hey, satisfied with herself, as though she just had a hearty meal. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Luke. What are you talking about? Fuck me. This is the worst thing I've ever <laughs> been forced to hear. Blame Neil Gaiman. Yeah, no. Blame him. And Gaiman. Wait, dude, this is it? What? This is your worst? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I had to deal with this kind of shit on a constant basis, because there's always <laughs> like, oh, this story seems really good. Oh, yeah, I'm reading it. I like this. Oh, wait, this is taking a turn. Nope. What are Uh-oh. you doing? Uh-oh. Nope. Mm, nope. <laughs> and the, the fucked up thing is, like, there's just a chapter in the book that's that. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh... Like, it's just out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Neil Gaiman absolutely has an unbirthing fetish. You cannot convince me otherwise. <laughs> uh, I do like, it does sound like they changed some of the more eh, elements of her that whole bit. She's like a prostitute in the book, right? Yeah, yeah. and it's also not a great transphobic comment. Oh, shit. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also, in the second episode, because uh, that's the only thing of unbirthing in the book, right? Yeah. Uh, I'll just, I think, to be very quick... He contained yeah. himself. Yeah. To be very quick and to fair Neil Gaiman, apparently I have an older version of the book. Apparently the new version of the book they just released, they also cut it. Oh, good. Cut the whole scene, or...? No, just the shade transfer. Okay, comment. okay. Um, but you can't cut the scene. Well, it's essential. Well, in the second episode of the TV show, they included a montage of her unbirthing multiple men and women. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Holy oh, shit. <laughs> there is a scene uh, where it pans up like up and zooms out of Earth and then flies through the stars and then uh just floating in space you see the man who got unbirthed in the first episode sitting back with a grin frozen on his face with an erect dick and then it turns around and flies through a field of stars that like sort of mold into the shape of a vagina and then fades into her bedroom. Hell yeah, nice. <laughs> And then it's just her <laughs> fucking and shrinking a whole bunch of people. <laughs> now, here's the best thing about this. Is that Neil Gaiman, in the preparation for the American Gods, you know, when they were deciding what to adapt and what to not, there is a scene uh, in that book with a blowjob. Yes. Uh, and it it is... I think, like, some, it's a rather important thing that happens in that book. Wait, does actually. the blowjob actually happen in the book? Yes. Weird, it's, because it, he was so... Yeah, continue your story. It it doesn't happen in the show, and Neil Gaiman was very adamant that it does not happen in the show. He had, like, had this whole comp where he would, like, I think, like, you know, kill himself if it happened. Yeah, he threatened to throw himself in front of a bus if they had the guy accept the blowjob. He's like, no, yes. if you add a character for that guy, he would never do that. You're undermining the character. You're telling me he actually does it in the book? Yeah. What the hell, Neil Gaiman? Or, I think I may be talking about a different blowjob scene. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, a different... Okay. It's a different blowjob scene. <laughs> okay. You know, no, so, the other blowjob scene. I, I think, <sighs> so I just want you to all say, like, he was definitely like, no blowjob, yes, I'm more and more thing. <laughs> From my, someone did say to me, and I haven't done a ton of looking into it. Someone did say he's like, you don't have to adapt that part. I don't think necessarily. <laughs> Which he's not just like the idea that he doesn't want them. You devoted a chapter to what I do. 
He doesn't want the blood up his spot. He's like, oh, that part? No, I don't think we can just leave that part in. I don't think we need to talk about that. No, why don't we? Listen, don't, don't you worry about that one. I'll tell you what. Why don't you uh, write it out and film it, and uh, you can just send me the video of that scene, and we can leave it out of the TV show. <laughs> and we'll just see how it fits into the show. <laughs> Listen, uh, show me the episode with it and show me the episode uh, without Mr. it. Mr. Gaiman? Mr. Gaiman, you've been in that room for like 12 <laughs> hours. We, we're we going to need that video of... Is the video all right? <laughs> but, God. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm, that definitely happened. All right, well, he's well. married and Amanda Palmer. I get it. So, you know what, Molly? This, this week you're spared from the macrophilia. You made it because it's... Uh, <laughs> Uh, this is more about uh, calling out no game than calling you out. <laughs> All right, well, I guess that's good for me. Man, I was I was all prepared to do this bit where I'd introduce the obesity hour, but <laughs> now I just don't feel like oh, it. Oh God, well, <sighs> listen, Sean. <laughs> I know. I, I now I now I feel like I've right. been just thoroughly <laughs> subjected Somebody to something. Chase Bliss, I don't think you have um, partners in this one. And in this, yeah, yeah, I but know. you know, I, it was all as just a big goof. I was not act- shine I, on you, crazy diamond. <laughs> yep. Oh, very quickly. Uh, last thing I don't want to say about this. He doesn't shrink in the book. Oh no. No. Nope. Ooh, that sounds uncomfortable. I, I, he doesn't really shrink in the. It's a weirdly like shot scene where it's like. And I guess, you know what? If you're having to film a man getting sucked into a vagina, I can respect that that's a difficult thing to film. But <laughs> it's like an over... Like, it's like a, she grows, like, to maybe, I don't know, 10, 15 feet tall, somewhere in that range. And it's like an over-the-shoulder shot of him slipping down the sheets and then just, like, behind her silhouette, and that's the end of it. But sure. it doesn't look like he'd quite fit. <laughs> I... So, because I just recently started reading American Gods, I'm not done with it, which is probably why I don't know a lot about it yet. Sure. <laughs> uh, but I saw the trailer for that show, and it at one point shows you, like, getting bigger. Yeah. <laughs> shows her, like, getting bigger. And I was like, oh, maybe, like, if, like Sean may like this. Or not, Luke may like this. Right, right. Um. And then I was reading the book, and I, I, was, I had that moment of what you often have, probably. Uh-huh. Of like, you know, Luke would like really like the oh yeah yeah uh huh uh huh, and I will say, much like I do for Molly Neil Gaiman, you ne- if you need some stories, I have a feeling you've read them already, but hit me up, I got some suggestions. <laughs> All right, we're gonna put this one in the cabinet next to Andrew Hussey and Mind Control, and we're gonna put this one in the cabinet next to that Zelda designer and Age Regression. Yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's just going to go in the old famous person, King Hall of Fame. Yep. What is Neil Gaiman's pseudonym on, like, <laughs> fan fiction, like, fiction sites? Oh, man. <laughs> it's just it's just the onomatopoeia. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a pun, like, Neil Vagiman. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm pretty sure his name is pronounced I have no Gaiman. Idea. I don't think that works. I'm, I'm kind of going back and forth. <laughs> oh boy! If he was really, if he was really into slime girls, he'd be Neil Gooman. <laughs> Good. Good. Um, are you? 
fetal gaming. Yeah. No. Are you guys are you guys good now? I think so. I think I've done putting Neil Gaiman on blast. I don't think I'll ever be good again. <laughs> I played Bayonetta this week. Yeah, you did. Neil Bigman, there we go. There you go. Um yeah, I started I started Bayonetta. That game is fucky. Yikes. Man. Oh yeah. That game is explicitly fucky. Oh, I mean Jesus. That's what everyone that's yeah. what I knew about it. It's like the that's only a game thing I knew about, about a witch it. fucking the world to death. She definitely, like, suplexed, like, a full-on German suplex on, like, ten angels stacked up on each other. Uh-huh. And it was very good. Yup. Um, there's... <laughs> game's absurd. Oh, yeah. Um, and it only gets crazier from where you are. Yeah, I, we finished the... We streamed the first four chapters, Luke and I did, um, with Pris here and there. Uh, but that's up on YouTube now, uh, on my personal YouTube. Uh, and I think it's on my personal Twitch, too. Uh, which is uh, also the bet girl. Uh, so if you want to go find that, it's up there. Um, otherwise, um, I don't think I've done very much else. Starting Bayonetta was really most of uh, what I had going on this week. Mm. Uh, I'm dyeing my hair this weekend, in theory, supposedly. Ooh. So I'm hoping that goes well. Yeah? Did you find it settled on a like, shade of color? I've had like this dye in my apartment for oh, probably okay. two months. Uh, and I finally have time to actually sit down and do it on awesome. Sunday with a friend. Uh, so I'm just just crossing my fingers and hoping it goes well. Heck yeah. Yep. Um, you guys want to talk about spies? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> we might as well. well. All right. Might as well. Yeah, I mean, we we did talk about unbirthing for it's a solid 15 minutes It's not my fault that a there, professionally I mean... produced piece of, like, <laughs> like, that took millions of dollars to make. That's the most expensive unbirthing scene ever. I'm sure the unbirthing like community right now is just high fiving. Yeah, oh yeah, there's <laughs> no way they're so not. So excited. This is their moon landing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Just one of them watching like on TV as like you know watching stars like you did it, you beautiful bastards. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I the thing I really love is seeing people. I I you know have been saying a lot that Neil Gaiman. Is an unbirthing fetishist, and people are like, I'm pretty sure he invented that one. I'm like, come on, guys. No, he didn't. <laughs> this is one extremely small thrust come for man. Come on now. You know full well that's been around for, like, <laughs> millennia, and you just didn't realize it. Oh, my God. There was a caveman who was like, mm. oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take this fertility statue and just... There is some, oh, like, archaeology God. textbook somewhere that's like... Here we have this cave painting of this man entering this cave, and it demonstrates that, you know, they didn't quite have a grasp on how to draw caves right yet. It's like, no, my man, that's just... <laughs> <laughs> that's just a vagina. Do you think that there are some, like, they'll find stuff, and they're like, you know what, no, this is too fucky. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta, we, we, we must destroy this. just put this. into a giant warehouse, like the end of, uh... Indiana Jones. Yeah. Oh yeah, Indiana Jones. Well, I love when people, you know, you know, they show like old fertility idols or something. And they're like, oh yeah, look at this. You know, we really have to examine why they made this uh, female sculpture so like overweight and stuff. I'm like, listen, talk to Sean. He'll tell you why. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, you stole the joke right out of my mouth. I do like the other explanation of that. What's that? That it was made by a woman, and she was just looking down. That's also good, yes. Which is like, yeah, yeah, because you don't have like 
Art's kind shit. of a brand new invention, so you're not going to be very good at it yet. <laughs> anyway. Hey guys, you want to talk about spies? Yeah, let's talk about spies. Yes, please, <laughs> for the love of God. No, let's, Trump, keep on, let's keep talking about cavemen fetishists. <laughs> well, there's that thing where the first... Uh, like first thing that shows that humans had imagination was yes. literally a furry. <laughs> One of the oldest pieces of like at, of non-realistic art is a furry. <laughs> a ten thousand year old lion man sculpture. Uh, you think like he did that sculpture and people were like a lion really? <laughs> 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 no, no, he has carte blanche. He was the first, the first one. <laughs> He was grandfathered into a caveman in, if you will. <laughs> this is episode 59 of Totally Reprise, and we watched this week, season 3, episode 7, Planet of the Hunks. God. Planet of the Hunks. This episode <laughs> does not make sense. Well, okay, well, that, like, implies any episode of Totally Spies makes sense. Yeah. No, I mean, title. The title does yeah, not make not sense. Yeah, there's not really a planet anywhere. I mean, I no. guess Earth. Again, it's Earth. It has to be Earth, right? <laughs> they go to an island. It just doesn't. Maybe the, no. Maybe this is maybe this is the new Totally Spies uh, weird theory. Maybe it has not in fact been Why didn't they just call it fucking uh, Isle of the Hunks, Island of yeah. the Hunks? Because that is Do what you happens. Think, like, so, like, like they did it and like they put it out and they were like, like one guy in the writing was just like Isle of the Hunks. Why don't we do Isle of the Hunks? <laughs> yeah, after it's already out, they're, fuck, they're writing season five, and they're like, wait a minute. You know, alright, we're, we're gonna get to it. I just Shit. realized I have a big complaint with the Wikipedia description of this episode, but we'll get to it later. Alright, well, uh, for now, a okay. model who does not know how to walk uh, comes down this catwalk. This motherfucker looks like, looks like Gowrie got a haircut. Just... He's a very anime boy. Uh, he is very anime. Uh, he's got ribbons on his pants. This is a very um, anime episode. Yeah, it is. Um, so dude walks up and down the catwalk, goes back behind the curtain, um, and he looks left, and there's robot gladiator men just chilling. Yeah. Um, and he does not give a shit. Listen, He's just it's like, oh, fashion. Hey, hey guys. It's, you yeah. know... Fashion is wild. From what I've seen of some fashion shows, like gladiator That wouldn't be out of the stuff. question, yeah. Like, yeah, I was actually going to say, true. this guy seems more out of place in the fashion show, because he's just wearing, like, a shirt and pants. Yeah, I said, what kind of fashion yeah, show he's is he's wearing this? some yeah. nice clothes. He does have, like... This doesn't look like someone upended a bucket on you. Uh, on one end, he does have, like, an armband, though. Yeah. Like, he's that's kind of weird. He's got a whole weird look. Um, But he sees these robot guys... Um, and I guess, spoilers, they're robot guys, not people in armor. Um, yeah. And he just is like, hey guys, good luck out there. I don't know how you'll move with all that armor on. Ha ha. Uh, and then he walks up to them and tries to talk to them some more. And then they zap him. Break an arm. Yeah, where is that fuck? leg? And then he's just vaporized. <laughs> he tells them to break he's an arm. Fucking... And he's like, wait, where is it leg? And it's like, ah, you're supposed to be dumb. I see. Right. <laughs> uh and then they electrocute him and kidnap him. And apparently there was nobody else left at this uh, fashion show. Like except he was the only one kidnapped. Very easily. Yeah, every, well, I mean, yeah, I guess. Everybody got knocked the fuck out. Yeah. 
Um, we cut over to the villa, and Alex and Sam are both looking for clothes that went missing. Specifically... Yeah, no, we have to be very we, specific. We have oh, to yeah. be very specific. Uh, Alex mentions that yeah. her orange tank mm-hmm. top is missing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sam mentions that her denim skirt is missing, which could still be the case with hers, at least. Yeah. Um... They make, like, very dark navy jeans, yeah. at least. So they, like, catch each other in the hallway, and they both, like, acknowledge that, oh, wait, I'm missing a clothes. And then the other one's like, oh, I am too. And they're like, oh, no, you know what? Clover did it. <laughs> so they bust into a her room. A fair point. <laughs> yep. Yeah, a very fair yeah. point. Kind of wondering why they did not assume that before searching well, I mean, for all their clothes. I would assume I lost my things before I assume my friend took it from me. I think most of the time. Yeah, but what if your friend was Clover? Yeah, but it's your friend Clover. <laughs> um, so they bust in there, um, and they're looking Alex around. Alex just kicks Sam... down the door. Yeah, Alex kicks the door in. What I don't uh, know if they need, if he needed to do. It was probably unlocked. Sam makes an immediate beeline yeah. for Clover's underwear drawer. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yes, let us search for our missing clothes. <laughs> Sam, it, she's listen. opened the drawer and it's full of panties. I don't. It could be now, in okay. here somewhere. Now, first of all, <laughs> Sam, you have to know, right? Uh, secondly, totally spies animators. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why did you make this that drawer? <laughs> every time, like every time I start to it maybe think that we're exaggerating a little, you do something like this. It's just this could have been a sock drawer. This could have been a sock drawer. There could have been shirts in here. There could have been pants in here. But no, it's underwear. Like, it's, like, very specifically, like, there's all different types. There's all, Yep, you can like, see the frills on some of them. Like, yeah, sunflowers, hearts. Totally spies. Lucky clothes <laughs> and horseshoes. Um, They're so magically delicious. Alex- oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus, no. Alex uh, walks over and is like, Sam, are you, like, sure we should be doing this? Uh, And Sam is basically just like, don't you want your clothes? And then Alex immediately flips like, oh, yeah, you're right, I do. Um, Alex is very easily pushed into doing horrible things. Right. Yeah. What did Sam find in this pile of... Dude, what is that? What did she pick up? She picks up, like, a ribbon Uh, with white on it? Yeah, I don't... I don't know what it's supposed Mm. to be, but, like, they make a point to stop and have her pick this up and go, oh. Right. She's searching for clues. Yeah. That's Um, what it is. It's just a clue. Yeah. Hey, why does Clover have, like, three T-Rex dolls? And why are they the T-Rex dolls from the episode where toys went crazy? Maybe they're a memento from that, like how Batman has that giant penny. (laughs) Um, why does uh, Clover have the exact type of bunny that Alex has gotten from multiple boyfriends? And also that, yeah, it was in her imagination and this, Yeah. And that same shitty, shitty teddy bear. And Jerry has the same well, shitty teddy bear. Well, now the real bear. reason is because they didn't figure out how to draw anything else. And right. they just copy-pasted that bad boy right in there. They have, a well, mo- yes. they have one model sheet for toys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for some reason, Sam decides to look through anything except Clover's clothes, right. uh, and go through all of her stuffed animals, and then find Sam her is not diary. Looking for the clothes. No, Sam. <laughs> no. Also, neither of 
Neither of them are thinking, hey, she's probably wearing them right Right, now. But I mean... Sam... Alex Over- talks about, oh boy, wouldn't it be nice if we could just read Clover's mind? Yeah, God. You know, and maybe change what she's thinking, even. I don't know, I'm just spitballing. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's my idea. Uh, Sam heard that Alex was looking for something and assumed Clover took it. And then Sam was like, oh yeah, I'm missing something too. And then went to pretend <laughs> that she was doing that. And then it met Alex in the hallways, like, you want to go get some dirt? <laughs> Oh, wow, what a weird coincidence. What a coincidence. So they find her diary. Uh, and, and they both get the evil cat face. Yeah. Do not make three mouth at me. They're, they're like, well, we shouldn't do this. And then they cat face at each other. And then immediately read that diary. <laughs> and they find all the shittiest things. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, nope. Alex's pants smell like raw sewage or something like that, and her, Sam's her yoga in clothes. the shower is terrible. Yeah. Her, right, yeah, yeah. Her, Pilates. her Pilates clothes. I, th- I do think they specify her Pilates it, pants, which, yet again, like, you know, you're, it's just canon at this point. <laughs> <laughs> They're just gay. <laughs> yeah. Now, like, I was never the type to keep a journal or diary right. or anything, because I hated that shit. Um, was it normal to write just terrible, terrible things about the people you love uh, the most? Based on all the cartoons I've watched, yes. I So I have tried to keep a journal a couple times when I was a kid, and it was mostly about my angst. Sure. Uh, and that's about it. Yeah, like, I've done journaling before, but it was like an exercise because I'm yeah. having depressions and I need to get these thoughts out on paper. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I did, like, daily journals for fourth grade. Yeah. Yeah, I Not did. Not quite the same, but close. You know, the try to do diary journal stuff, and it was mostly just self hatred. And then whenever I would do a journal for class, it was just a lot of bullshit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, Feeling fine. Doing great. Went so, to the mall. <laughs> <laughs> they both get very upset that Clover would write that about them, which I guess is. Not no, it's not fair at all. There's no part of this which is fair to Clover. Um, <laughs> from this point on, Sam and Alex are the most terrible girl, just girlfriends, friends on this fucking planet. From this exact moment, yeah, no, they're not great. They're not great. This episode. This is a really bad Alex and Sam episode. They're both terrible, and Clover's right about everything. Like I mean. Things Clover did wrong. She took their clothes without asking them, I yeah. guess. They're, listen, they're and girlfriends. The, and then that thing at the end. Oh. The thing at the end is barely wrong. For all this shit. She hired a blimp, Molly. <laughs> she did hire a blimp. <laughs> she did hire a blimp. Listen, for all the shit that Sam and Alex put her through for a week, I think she's kind of justified. <laughs> but um, Clover walks in. Wearing an orange hoodie. Yes. Uh, and a black skirt. Which they skirt. still refer to as a tank top. Yeah, they they say, oh, that's my tank top. I yeah. thought there was going to be a thing where she would... The hoodie would become unzipped and we would see the orange tank top below it. Sure. No, no. no. That is not the case. <laughs> that hoodie's just a tank top. And I, I gotta talk about that skirt, too. It is a black denim skirt with white stitching all over it. Like, what is this thing? It's hideous. Um, I, I thought, okay. <laughs> Sean, go on. I, I just, like, I thought it looked oh, fine. I think it was a good look. I think it was. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, if you think it's a good look, you're more than welcome. I don't sure. like it at all. No. Anyway, Sam tries to rip it it's off. Sam tries to rip it off it. her ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Like, going... It, 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 okay, sorry. I've, so, okay, let this me... This is just an incredible moment. Let me... So, Clover walks in, they get in an argument, and then they all start fighting over the diary. Now, Sam doesn't give a shit. She got her dirt. Uh, Alex wants to keep the diary. Hold up. Yeah? Does Alex have her jeans tucked into her socks? She sure yes. does. Yes, oh, she, she does. absolutely does. Alex, honey. <laughs> <laughs> that just, that's just not even comfortable. This is a bad look. She looks like a baseball player from like the 1920s. <laughs> Everything from the waist after this. Everything on the waist down from her is extremely Back to the Future too. Yes. Yes. And not in a good way. Right. Um. Not like oh man, clear ties. So, Sam is trying to rip the skirt off of Clover. Her ass is blatantly it's- out. Yeah, like Clover is just, just doubled up. over pulling the uh, diary out of Alex's hand while Sam tries to rip her skirt off as though it were the swimsuit that that dog on the <laughs> Copper Tone <laughs> logo does. Which, by the way, hey, wait a second. How come there's a logo of his popular sunscreen that's just a dog ripping the clothes off a ch- little girl? Why is that a thing? <laughs> America. Listen, the, what, I don't know when that I don't know when that logo was made, but what, whatever decade was a different time, and child nudity was seen as adorable instead of a reason for the cops to come involved. <laughs> God. Um. So they fight enough that they all fight into the living room where there's an aquarium, uh, and they all get sucked into the aquarium, and then a whirlpool happens, and they disappear. Okay. Do they get sucked all the fish into dead. the aquarium, or do they get? Or do they fall into the aquarium and just so happen to fall into the weirdest, one of the weirdest whoopings? So I don't know, no. because they get near this uh, aquarium, and there's a lid on it, and it slides open. Yeah, Clover's Clover's like, you'll get it wet, there is a lid on the aquarium. And then the <laughs> lid literally pulls off to the side, because they all jump in. Um, and then a tornado appears in the water, so... Number one cause of whoopings in season three, tornadoes that are magic. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we see all the water getting dumped into a big tube, and then they all sit in the tube instead of, like, continuing to move. And then we cut to Jerry playing with a teddy bear. And he's... Hey, Jerry? <laughs> hey, Jerry? How are you caught off guard by this whooping? <laughs> that you ordered. You are the one with the button, Jerry. <laughs> Maybe he has it set for specific times when he has crimes going, and then he forgets what time it is. Oh, it's crime time. Maybe this is the first part of Gl- Gladys's rebellion. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess it could be Gladys. Just, Jerry is... Just sitting there, he's just shaking a little teddy bear going around, and he's giggling. Yeah. <laughs> he's just having a grand we're old time. A, we're getting a softer Jerry this season. No, how dare you? <laughs> um, oh, their mouths become hearts. I didn't notice that when I first watched this episode. Uh, oh, I, wait. Yeah. I, I do want to say, like, as they follow, they're all, you know, like, soaking, and I, you do get cute faces from Sam and Alex. 
Yeah, yeah. With, with, like, the no eyes, basically. Yeah, and, like, Alex has her tongue out, and, like, Sam looks real sad. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> so, here's the other problem I have with this dumbass B-plot. Is that for the rest of the episode, Alex is going to point out exactly how stupid it is. <laughs> every every single time they like get along, Alex will point out, oh no, 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 wait, I'm supposed to be mad at you, and then right. something dumb happens. Yeah. It's yeah. so frustrating. So <laughs> Jerry says that several men of note have gone missing. And they show them... That he has no idea the names. No, he doesn't know their names. Uh, The first one's name is Ty. uh, And Alex recognizes him, and Jerry's like, uh, okay. Yeah, he he was the the supermodel Slayers-looking motherfucker. Right, he's he's the dude from the opening. Um, I completely missed the second guy's name. Anybody? I did too. He has, like, two lines. Yeah. Yeah, it literally doesn't matter. And then the third guy... A DJ, maybe? It was, like, it was like initials with a junior afterwards. It was, like, JBL Junior! No, no, that was the third oh, was guy. It? Okay. The third guy, is yeah. he the senator? Yeah. They're weirdly specific about where this senator is <laughs> He's from. He's the senator from Massachusetts. The junior senator from Massachusetts, by the way, minimum age is 30, so they're just going to keep that train rolling. I will say, the reason I got a little quiet here was because I happened to find a, co- a thing from 2012 where Coppertone did a contest on Facebook where your little girl could be the new mascot nope, of Coppertone. No, 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 Click here if you want your child's ass exposed on all of our products. Uh-huh. Like, comment, subscribe. And it says they thought about also using little boys, and they decided to stick with just little girls. Yikes! <laughs> Good. They encourage Good. Uh, fans of Coppertone to post pictures of their little boys, but not as contest entries. Oh, oh, no, that makes everything way worse. <laughs> oh, no! How did someone, like... like you know, some like the UN Jesus. get involved, not get involved with this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you were you remember when you remember when like the iCarly guy like decided to do like a contest, except it was really just fishing for foot photos. Yeah. This is that. Wait, hang on. What? You know, that's a, that's a <laughs> car- thing that happened, and it's really weird that it happened. Wait, what? iCarly creator and noted foot fetishist Dan Schneider okay. uh, decided to do like a Twitter contest for the show iCarly, and because of the brand of humor that iCarly has, it was kind of passed under the radar, but it was write whatever tagline on your foot and post a picture oh my- of it with the hashtags whatsoever. Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. That is god. a real thing that happened. <laughs> That's gross. Yes, but not as gross as an entire company going, hey, post your children. Is, does Coppertone have a PR team? <laughs> I mean, presumably that's who came up with that. I have to imagine. I will say, I did find a picture about the girl who won, and it is just a picture of her face smiling and not of her being stripped by a dog, so that's good. Well, that's good. Yeah, at least we got that going for us. Um, So... The girls are very excited to be going to find these boys. Um, and their butts. Yeah, so just... just and just, their butts. Yeah, just keep in mind, 
Keep in mind, they're weirdly specific about the state this senator was yes. from. Yeah. Um, they show <laughs> they show the footage of this man being kidnapped, and Sam goes, uh, I don't recognize those kidnappers. Who gives a shit? What's the, what do I do, Jerry? She's super dismissive immediately. Um, and Gladys is like, uh, listen, there's an unknown vehicle going towards Kangaroo Point, Australia. Uh, and is this where we're announced that that's where Tony... Yeah, that's where Tony Eagle is currently shooting his <laughs> new skateboard video. Tony Eagle. God, I I forgot his name was Tony Eagle. Yeah. <laughs> I lost my fucking mind when I heard Tony Eagle. Jerry's like, okay, well, we'll get you some gear uh, so you can go. Uh, they get the weaponized zero gravity boots. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah, they don't get used, do they? I don't remember them being used. Yeah, I don't think so. They might have been. I don't know. Also, Alex, uh, when I, I think Gladys says, like, you know, four one, you know, someone called four one one, you know, Australia thing, and then Alex is like, forget four one one, call nine one one. No, I guess four one one is like get like the information on slang, like. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, they give Alex the disintegrator boombox, and we're gonna have to talk about that one. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Gladys gives them the brute suit, she which just gives her some power brute armor. Suit yeah, it's just power. It's just Iron Man armor. Uh, Sam and Alex both pass on it, uh, so they don't like stink it up or whatever. And that's what Clover wrote in the diary and all right, that. And Clover's right. like, "All right, fuck, I'll take it. I don't give a shit." Yeah, yeah, I'll take the Mega Man armor. Thank you. Yeah, great. Uh, and they're all arguing. What's that whistling in the trees? It's two satyrs, but they're on leave. Pipes and chains and swinging hands. Brute, brute, brute suit riot. That was the entirety of what I was doing there. Congratulations. <laughs> okay. Right. okay. Um, so they start to argue on this platform, and Jerry's like, no, 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 no. And then just whoops him right back out. He's Jerry's done with this one. Um, there's not much Jerry this episode, huh? Not too much. No, good. So they are off, like, water boating uh, towards Australia. Uh, water boating. Uh, sorry, boating. Water <laughs> hover boat. I don't know, dude. No, what the fuck I mean, is this it says thing? That is where boats generally are, is the water. Listen, just please just work with me here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what to call this thing. It It's, it's like a hydrofoil, looks like. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Hydrofoil. Um, it's it just shoots them out. It they start to get close to the island, and then it shoots them out so that Clover and Alice Clover can put is, their butts in the air. Yeah, Clover is staring at a map when you know the island is like in front of you. <laughs> it's yeah, it's <laughs> very clearly visible. Where are we? Um, they get shot out, and Clover is very excited to be on this island. Because fortunately, they have landed right in front of Mr. Tony Eagle. I hear Mr. Tony Eagle has an 8-pack. There, he's shredded. <laughs> well, you would be right. Um, and I, I, I will say, as someone who has experience with skater videos, yeah, even the ones that are done for like big-name professionals are n- nowhere near this level. No, yeah. Yeah, dude has like his own... Uh, pipe here. This is like he's doing a skateboarding stunt for the next James Bond movie. 
Yeah. The raddest James Bond movie ever. <laughs> well, I mean, but like um, Teen Bond. I'm pretty sure there was a I mean, they done like for the kid bond. bad guys and stuff in James Bond. This wouldn't be that out of the question. I would not I I've watched a lot of James Bond movies, but I would not be surprised if in one of the 80s like, you know, Roger Moore once they had a skateboarding villain. <laughs> I do want to say I really expected Tony Eagle to look maybe a little more like Tony Hawk. <laughs> Why? Dude looks like the guy from the opening to Wild Arms. No, why would you think he looks like Tony Hawk? This is Tony Eagle. They're two different people. <laughs> they're two different, no, you're absolutely right. I don't know why I thought that, given that they're two different human beings. Where's his shark tooth necklace? <laughs> well, that's, I guess that's more of like a surfer thing, isn't it? He definitely um, looks I like a type of dude who would wear a sh- uh, shark tooth ne- necklace. He really looks like he's missing his puka shells right now. Yeah. Um, so... They find a chariot, <laughs> by which I mean a chariot has pulled up to the site, and I, the only other people at this event, I guess, are this cameraman on the, the what crane. is this thing? Just the, the crane, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and Tony Eagle himself, who apparently does not give a shit. He is in the zone of skating. <laughs> Nothing exists except skating for him right now. Um, it's not often he gets out of his weird warehouse full of moving Hogwarts ass <laughs> half pipes. He That's was born true. to board. Um, so Alex pulls out the Sonic Disintegrator boombox and says, "No one can withstand this." And is ready and to then- kill some motherfuckers. <laughs> And then aims it at the two guys, because at this point we don't know they're robots. And time to liquid liquidize their lungs. <laughs> decides to shoot to fucking kill. Uh, and the other spies, she and the other spies, put on headphones. Yeah, which, which makes apparently it okay. protects you. Yeah, I don't understand how this thing works. I'm sure at the all. vibrations won't kill us. Um, she shoots it, and all the sand goes shooting up, and it hits the two robot guys. Uh, and then she turns it off. And they're um, all still screaming because they have headphones on. It's kind of funny. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Um, Clover asked or Clover asks what happened to those guys. Uh, and Sam says they're still there. They're still okay. They're and standing next to each other. Clover can see anything that <laughs> Sam can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Alex says... No. Sam has special eyes. <laughs> Alex says, hey, wait, that would have just blown anybody's brains because she was trying to kill them. Right. Uh-huh. Alex uh, says, finally, she, she's not our, our pure, perfect angel anymore. I've told no, you guys. She... <laughs> she's secretly Listen. the darkest spy. No, it can't be. <laughs> I refuse. She's, I'm telling you, she's got a misery situation going on in that villa somewhere. <laughs> in the basement of the villa. <laughs> she, 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 she captured that Vocaloid <laughs> guy. She captured, it's just a computer that she's holding a magnet over. She captured Mr. Troy Bayou. <laughs> now, this is the part I was saying I have a beef with the Wikipedia description of this, because this is the one gadget... They use on these robots that doesn't work, right? 
Yeah. Well, well I mean, it's, it's the, the one, one gadget, gadget they, they use, use on, these on the robots. Yeah. Right. So in the description of Plan of the Hunks, which you read two episodes ago, Molly. Oh, it, my God. I know what you're going to say. The spies investigate the disappearance of several high-profile, good-looking guys by some robot gladiators. However, they are not the kind that are subdued by magnets. We don't know that. <laughs> they never used magnets on them. That's an excellent point. Where have you gotten this data from, Wikipedia? (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck? Hang on. This isn't a magnetic boombox. We know that. That that is one of my favorite parentheticals in the English language, and it turns out to be completely unfounded. God damn it. Okay, now this is more beautiful because that person, the the beautiful, beautiful person who writes the Tilly Spice Wikipedia... (laughs) Just decided to write that. I come assured in the knowledge that no one would ever edit it because who is would? Is it possible that in the original French that boombox had some kind of magnetic properties? Then why were they put on headphones? That's a great point. I don't know. We gotta protect our ears from the magnets. Listen, nobody knows. No how one that is truly works. sure how they work. Yeah, yeah, no one knows how magnets work. No one. Um. Don't fucking You're... tell me talk to no scientist. Give me lying and tell me shit. What if? And get me what pissed. If <laughs> give me the pissed. writers of the synopsis of the Wikipedia page was one of the writers of this episode. Uh, so what if they, they have got the inside, inside info? Scoop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we talked about how the boots didn't actually get used. Maybe that's where that information comes from. There was a scene written. Where they use the boots, and it's like, oh no, they're immune to magnets. The- hey, so why hey. do you put magnets in boots? Hey, these robots? They are not the kind that can be defeated by magnets. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Magnets? No work on these bots. <laughs> Don't even try it. Hey, you know what? You got some magnets there? Don't bother. Doesn't work. <laughs> oh yeah, you picked up some magnets? Might as well throw that shit in the garbage. Take your magnets, boot them into space because they're fucking worthless. <laughs> hey, put those magnets back on the fridge. You're not using them here. Hey, what the fuck do you think you do with those magnets? Get them out of here. Use those magnets to destroy some VHS tapes. <laughs> Throw those magnets into a fridge. Oh, you got some magnet poetry? How about you spell it, go give a shit? <laughs> hey, hey. Why don't you take those magnets and build an electric engine or something useful? Because they're not subduing these bots. <laughs> you guys good? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this one dude cast Daruk's protection. And just... <sighs> so, Alex gets her hair fried, uh, dodging a laser. And... What? One of them, like, shoots at Alex as she jumps into Sam's arms. Yes. And Sam cradles her. It's like, shh, shh, they can't hurt you. It's okay, I'll keep you safe. You'll be safe in my strong, strong arms. <laughs> um, so, she actually stays up there for a minute. Oh, yeah. Um, and they all go to attack the it's robots. It's and then one of the robots claps at them. There's a sonic yeah, he boom. Casts, yeah, he, he casts Daruk's protection. It shoots a red orb at them, and they go flying backwards. And Clover isn't in the shot, and then Clover's in the shot. Well, yeah. 
Um, and Alex gets up like, okay, listen, I fought a lot of robot gladiators in my time. And then, and then she stops herself and goes, wait, no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> and the other two just look at her like, Alex, honey, come on. It's, it's pretty good. Um, they don't bother trying to keep up with the robots as they kidnap Tony Eagle. No, they, they, they do these, ho- these horses are not robots. These are just horse-ass horses. Yeah, they're like a mysterious, you know, vehicle is getting to, you know, Australia. And I'm like, oh, it must be like some kind of like weird flying thing. No. Yeah, wait. No, it's a chariot. How'd they chariot their way to Australia? They got dropped off. They, they took sure, a plane okay. first. They, they got airdropped in with a chariot. Like, I just picture, you know, some Fast Fear, you know, Furious 7 style shit. But just a chariot flying, like, you know, falling out of the back of a cargo plane. Yeah, okay. Um, we cut back to the school after they find a leaf that fell off one of the robot's loincloths, which he has. Ugh. There's, a go- there's this weird goth girl outside. Looks like a hex maniac in Pokemon. Yes, you're not wrong. Yeah. Um, and we cut inside, and well, the girls are eating school cafeteria sushi. And the this most is, delicious. Like, that might sound like you know bad, but this is the most fancy sushi. Yeah, it's, like it's very not like one fancy. of those little wooden platters that you see in like actual like Japanese sushi places. It's on no, yeah. Samurai Jax's sandal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, things. <laughs> Things might be different in, like, very rich areas of Beverly Hills, but, like, this high school sushi is better than any of the stuff I saw at college. Right. This sushi looks better than most sushi I've gotten. Oh, yeah. No, this is sushi (laughs) that would be super expensive. And it is, because, I mean, this is Beverly Hills High. Right, like, there there is, like, some... Like, you go back behind the counter, and there is just a bunch of fresh fish brought in from the pier today, and there's someone, (laughs) the cook back there is just, he's come from Japan, and his family has been preparing sushi for centuries, and they perfected the art. Like, what the hell is this sushi? Like, Jiro is back there. Right. (laughs) Um, Clover comes up. And says that in the Man, I want sushi now. I haven't had sushi in a while. I had some when my brother was here. It was great. I've never really had sushi. Yeah, I've only had good sushi, like, once. I've had a Um, lot of bad sushi. (laughs) Yeah. See, the thing is, is, like, I can't go, hey, I'd like one, like, your most generic sushi, please. It's always like, hey, drop eight bucks on this thing you'll probably hate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um... My aunt used to own a sushi restaurant, uh, which was pretty cool, except at the time, I didn't really like sushi. Sure. Um, but since moving to Seattle, I've really come around on it. It's good stuff. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Clover comes back and finds Alex and Sam talking about the mission at the table. And she's like, yo, um, what the fuck? Yeah, she's very upset because somebody in the, the uh, bathroom stall has written... That Clover has fake, badly dyed hair. Um, I think that's come up before, hasn't it? I don't know, but maybe? I feel like we had a moment where we're like, oh shit, Clover dyes her hair, I guess. Clover's secretly an anime protagonist. Her hair is normally bright pink. <laughs> her natural hair color is blue. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and Sam and Alex look at each other like, why Why would you think that was us? And then My mom married Stinkleman. <laughs> uh, they say, why would you think that was us? And then, um, oh God, Clover goes, it said sincerely Alex underneath the graffiti. And <laughs> Sam goes, course. wait, you son... Because of how course. much do you want to bet there was a heart next to Alex's name? Oh yeah, oh, she there was. Wrote. No doubt, she she wrote sincerely. There was a heart over that eye. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, very difficult to do with lipstick. <laughs> she's a talented girl. <laughs> so, uh, Sam looks at her and goes, "You wrote your name," and Alex goes, "Listen, never mind. Don't worry <laughs> about that." However. <laughs> You said some mean things about me in your diary. And Clover justifiably goes, are you fucking kidding me? I wrote that in confidence in my diary that I didn't think anyone would ever read. Right. Yeah. I mean, she is right. There's no getting around that. Yeah, Clover no, is Clover's in the right absolutely in the right episode. here. Again. Uh, publicly shaming someone is not the same as writing something mean in your private diary. Like, Mandy comes up. They are bullying oh, her. Like, this is the yes! kind of shit Yeah, this that, is like, just straight up bullying. This yeah. is straight up mean girl shit. Um, Mandy comes up and says she's got all the hot inside scoops on Clover's bullshit. Uh, now, and has- she does say she has the newest issue of her pamphlet, and there's no title on it other than, like, oh, I forget what it's called, like, Clover's... Secret Revealed. It's Clover's Secret Revealed. Yeah. Now, yeah. first of all, she says it's a new column... Which implies that this is the worst school newspaper I've ever well, seen. Well, no, when in my fact, impression is magazine. that this is a magazine she releases called Clover's Secrets Revealed, and this is just one column in it. Fuck. Yeah, okay. Oh this is like a weekly magazine about how shitty Clover is. I just love the idea that, like, maybe is, like, so dedicated to hating Clover yeah. that she has a Z. Uh-huh. She is that Hark of Vagrant comic with the Nemesis photograph oh, and Ben yeah, next 100%. to her. percent. <laughs> I I also want to believe, just for me personally, that like just if you read in between the lines, there's a lot of like her stupid perfect hair. She's so gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clobster. And like like everyone like Mandy, no, it's you, you like Clover. Right. She's like what? Just... No, I hate her. Just, no, I hate Clover. Here's a 4,000 page article on why I hate her stupid, soft, caressable face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clover has anyway, a fantasy a very, about very shooting a rocket gag. launcher at Mandy. Yeah, she does! Yeah. yeah, here's the thing. There's no, like, dream transition. No. It looks like Clover just pulls out a rocket launcher and kills Mandy. Right, the only reason you know it didn't happen is because then it cuts back to Mandy just standing there, but it sure looks like she just shoots a rocket at Mandy. <laughs> um, Clover demands to know who told her all this stuff, and then Mandy says, well, a good journalist never reveals her secrets. Uh, and then she walks away, and then she comes back and then takes some of Sam's sushi and says, thanks for the tip, Sam. <laughs> Oh, by the way, thanks for the tip, Sam. (laughs) And then Clover starts throwing sushi at Sam, and it's the most perfect moment. (laughs) That whole sequence is so fucking good. (laughs) Good. (sighs) Sam gets what Jerry refers to as a pea pod stuck on her forehead. It's like salmon. Yeah, it's like a piece (laughs) of eel or something. Yeah. Um, So they get a call from Jerry, and to establish the scene... I do want to say, even if... 
media not say a thing. Alex and Sam are being the least cool about, like... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're the most suspicious anyway. They're, like, like literally whistling. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they get a call from Jerry, uh, which means that instead of, like, going somewhere private, we establish the scene by having two new people walk into the room while they talk to a hologram on a compounder. <laughs> and they're, like, squatting <laughs> in the building. They're <laughs> down behind the table. You know, no. the sad thing is, uh, I've watched enough of this show that I didn't even notice that. They're <laughs> <laughs> squatting in the middle of the floor. This isn't conspicuous. Yeah, all three of them are just on their knees. Sam hasn't bothered to take the food off of her face. And new people are walking into the cafeteria. They are the least... <laughs> just The X the X powder is just way more conspicuous than the com powder was. It's because a it's a blatant. hologram. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Jerry has the results. And... It's, what is, Pronesia is what this island is called, I or think something so. like that? Yeah. Um, fake land. It's fake land, yeah. Uh, so, they, Proasis, excuse me, uh, which is my other skincare line. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, god, Proasis does sound like a skincare line, because it's just Proasis. <laughs> um, Jerry says that When I that take is a shower, where... I like to take care of me, Proasis. <laughs> <laughs> Turn your shower into a paradise in a desert. <laughs> so, um, that is where Phil Fences lives. <laughs> the genius programmer. Uh-huh. A genius billionaire programmer. I just Brilliant. got that. Oh, <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a Bill Gates joke. <laughs> oh, boy. Listen, I was already, like, I was caught up in the, like, them squatting and the, you know, Yeah, Croatia. That's, fair. that's fair. And I'm just um, dumb, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, Luke, I'm so... dumb, too. I'm just making an excuse. <laughs> So, okay, first of all, uh, Alex has not changed her clothes, so she's still wearing her stupid jeans tucked into socks tucked into her shoes. But the other two have changed their clothes. Yep. Hey, maybe, um, maybe Clover really, like, should confront Alex on just wearing a bunch of clothes and getting them really stinky. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she should. Apparently it's a real hey, issue, Alex, actually. Alex, don't wear the same pair of... Well, okay. Don't wear the same shirt for several days in a row. Well, okay. Now, you say several days in a row. Are you really going to tell me they don't change their outfits four times a day? It's true. Yeah. I mean, jeans, jeans you can do whatever with. If you don't, right. get, a, if you don't get them dirty, jeans will last you a week. Easy. But... Yeah. Um. Anyway, they, they, they're on the island. They land on Proasis. Uh, they start asking, oh, is this the right place? Are you sure? Looks like so Vegas? <laughs> Question mark? Yeah, it, um, Sam makes, it's the lamest joke. Yeah. More like so... Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> like with that delivery. Right. <laughs> she knows it's bad. It's like Jennifer uh, Hill dropped guys? your script. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we heard you, Sam. It's just not, like, funny. Jennifer Hale didn't, like, read the script before that moment. Right. 
Who writes this garbage? <laughs> it's gonna be like that thing. I think it's like in like a more like Morrowind or something where they you have the like uh, like the voice actor go like, okay, let me do another one. <laughs> yeah. More like so Vegas. I think that one's good. <laughs> more like so. Good. Uh, shit. Hold on. Um. Sorry. Vegas. Here we go. <laughs> It feels weird that they had to put that on the second page. It feels <laughs> really weird that they make it through the page right there. That one better. <laughs> the second page is um. just the word Vegas in the center of it. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's in really tall, bold letters, and it's cascading down the page. <laughs> You've made shape poetry. Why? Why? <laughs> no, you see, I thought it'd be really funny if it's just the word Vegas, very small, in the center of the page. <laughs> That's good too. Listen, there's a lot of ways this could be funny. Yeah. <laughs> and just and talking about it just makes it funnier. Uh-huh. And all of them so are funnier than the actual joke. They're all on this island. Um, there's a lot of statues and marble and... You know, like Vegas. Like yeah. Vegas. I mean, it does kind of look like Caesar's Palace. Vegas is Greece. They see a coliseum. Well, well they see a stadium. It's a stadium they, looking. They see, they see, like, the big... Buckminster Fullerene Ball from uh, uh, Epcot Center. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, there's an announcer. Who is this announcer for? <laughs> does, he, <laughs> okay. does he know okay. Here's... what's going on? Now, how okay. much is he being paid to ignore this blood sport? <laughs> <laughs> Not much, probably. <laughs> he gets paid with his life. It's that, um, Ma- it's that Michael Buffer guy. He's heartless. <laughs> <laughs> But again, who is this announcer for? Because everyone else on this island is either knows about this shit or is a robot. It's right. literally just for Felicity. It's just yes. for her. Um, oh, also, the villain of this episode does not show up until 15 minutes and 35 seconds into this 21 minute and 42 second episode. Yeah. Yeah, well. Okay, I'm just going to um, say it right now. Felicity's totally diddling it to the fight, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, no, yeah absolutely, there's no way dude. she's not incredibly aroused by violence. <laughs> we see My her watching problem... a fight later, and she's just blushing the entire time. Yeah, no, and she making, does have the making blush. Making bad sounds. Bad sounds for the ears. So they go to the Coliseum, and they see the um, guy that got kidnapped from... They see Ty. They see Ty Dillinger. Um, some kind of Thunderdome They see Ty situation. Dillinger, the perfect 10, in the middle of this fight, and... He gets a like he's standing there, and then two robots come out to fight him. I love that she had robot built robot gladiators built just to be the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's my problem: is that none of the guys in the crowd look like robots. I realize well, they probably just didn't detail it, but it looks like they're just gray skin humans. Yeah, yeah. Some of them look like robots. Other the ones, ones look like people who got dressed faces. up as robots. Like, what do you want from them? Effort? Why do you Better so, copy and paste? Why do you have to be so mean all the time, Molly? <laughs> yeah, I guess. They're doing their best. I mean, they're super not at all. <laughs> I don't know why you're suddenly defending them, but okay. <laughs> okay, so, this... Okay, Ty has a wristband on each arm in, like, a close-up shot, and then one of them disappears. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that sounds right. I just realized um, that if he had brown hair, he'd look a lot like Shaggy. Yes. yes oh my god, look exactly like Shaggy's like exact outfit. Um, the girls like put a more on... high-class version of it. 
Is there a high class Shaggy? Is that possible? Well, I mean, there's a high Shaggy. Well, no, it's like, if you know what I'm talking uh, about, it, it's it's I, like a nice shirt, with, and like the pants have those little ribbons on them. It's just a slightly nicer version of the standard green shirt, brown pants. Yeah, yeah. When people do like the Sco- you know Scooby Doo gang now, that's what it'll look like. <laughs> just a little bit fancier. <laughs> Um, the girls do magical girl transformations into gladiators. It's uh, dope. <laughs> it's the best. I believe you mean gladiator X. That was just... Yeah, sure, gladiator X. Gladiator That's what Alex says. Uh, um, I just want to say that Sam's ponytail look is way better. Oh, it's so good. Um, Alex is dual wielding because yeah. they gave, Shields like... Are for wimps. <laughs> she just... She starts spinning one of the blades in her hand, and it's very scary because Alex is going to hurt herself with that many knives. Clo- Clo- Clover and Sam have only played the Souls games. Um, Alex, uh, Alex is a blood bur- bloodborne girl. Bloodborne. <laughs> a soul burns. Um, so they, Sam is like, okay, you two go distract the robots. I'll go save Ty. Um, and she manages to dive right in front of one of the robots, just bringing the sword down and almost killing Ty. How'd they this, get in there? This would have cleaved the man in half. Well, it's not a... I don't think it was closed at all. I think the front door was open. They just went to the top to look. <laughs> I legitimately don't okay. think it was closed. Yeah. I think that if he tried uh, to escape, it be? he would have It's on a remote caught. island in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it just turns well, into the most they, dangerous they have game. to... They have to like break open the walls for them to escape later. Sure. Well, do they? <laughs> I yeah. think the robot. I think the robot had, like them, like had blocked off the the exit. Listen, they're spies. Yeah, Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They just wanted to break something. Um. But so yeah, there are robot lions now. <laughs> I, yeah. Something I, about the way they draw these robot lions <laughs> upsets me. <laughs> It's the hair. It's the yeah, hair. It's the hair. Yeah. The worst like part if they about had the had hair. Some, sp- some spiky ass metal manes. That would be way less. If they bad. just had steel wool for hair. Yeah, but no, they have golden hair. And the worst part about it is that there's a big a like open area on their heads mm-hmm. uh, that has a bunch of hair coming out of it, and then empty space. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. It's um, not. No. Uh, Sam goes to fight one of them, and it bites her sword in half. I it, the best part about it is it then looks at her and then bites the sword down, so it like breaks it. Yeah, so it shatters. I uh, and Sam was like, "Oh well, shit." I remember Me- when we talked about this last, you know, not last week, but the week before. I asked on the episode if the lions were also robots, and you were like, "I do not think so." Well, <laughs> and I answered on Twitter saying, "Yes, they were." <laughs> I was really hoping it was real lions, fake gladiators. I don't know why, but that was funnier to me. <laughs> Meanwhile, Clover just cuts the arm off a gladiator robot. Oh, no, no. You have to talk about the whole maneuver. Okay. Where... She does a double jump. So, no. So the guy, like, brings down the sword and it hits the dirt and Clover jumps and then she lands on the sword. It's just out of frame. And then she nope, jumps nope, off she does the a sword. Jump. And then does a flip, and then cuts the dude's arm off. And more oil than should gush out of his arm definitely gushes out of his arm. I love Samurai Jack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just um, a huge... So, like, yeah, just g- 
gushing. It's a waterfall coming out of his arm. Yeah. Um, we'll call it a draw. <laughs> right. Um, and Clover, like, turns around and just slashes him in the back, too, for good measure, I right. guess, because he starts just leaking out of there. Um, and we get, what sort like, of PSI a... do they have that oil at? <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot. Hey, you know what? Being, uh, it takes a lot of oil to keep yourself from being subdued by magnets. <laughs> That's very true. Are you saying that oil is a magnet repellent? Uh, apparently I am, yeah. This one, this one that Alex cuts doesn't have any oil come out of it at all. No. No, she, Alex, well, this the one could one be subdued by magnets, oil. I bet. Um... Yeah, Alex cuts this one, like, across the chest three times, and it just starts, uh, like, you get the electricity uh, crackling out of it. It makes him mad. Yeah, it makes it mad. It doesn't, like, die or anything. Um, Sam is just, like, begging Clover and Alex to help her, because all she has is a shield and half a sword trying to fight robot lions. Um... Alex and Clover decide they can't kill these robots and make them attack each other, and they both cut each other's heads off. I always it's, it's, it's a little like, brutal. robots, but it's weirdly violent for totally spies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, this is extreme for totally spies. Um, <laughs> hang on. For a second, we cut back over to Sam, and it definitely looks like mm-hmm. my man's head is up her skirt. <laughs> Wait, oh what? yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, yes. Jeez. Well, it's okay. Um, on closer inspection, he is in fact behind He her, is behind yeah, Sam, no. but upon first glance, it definitely looks like my man's hiding his face. Oh, wow, up in yeah. Her skirt. I mean, listen, this is a stressful situation. Sam needs something <laughs> to take her mind off the, <laughs> the Christ, problems Luke. going on. Yeah. I thought That'll you were going to really talk about how out. Clover and. Clover and Alex definitely just, like, slide in from out of frame. Well, you see, that's because of all the oil on the ground. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they just slide in the frame, and then Clover starts shit-talking the lions, like, oh, you think you're tough? It's like, they're robot lions, Clover. And Drocoli's Tron 2000 is online. <laughs> um, they get captured when a bunch of spikes come out of the ground and cage them, and then they get sent to a dungeon jail. Um, they're in a... A dungeon jail? A dungeon jail. A dungeon jail. Uh, And then they get locked in a cell with all of the boys. Uh, and Clover's like, you know what? If this is prison, I'm taking a life sentence. Yeah, it's... (laughs) Um, Sam is like, this is worse than prison. It looks like a human zoo, which is a weird conclusion to come to when you're stuck in a dungeon. Right. It's a dungeon. It's definitely a prison. (laughs) It's a dungeon, for sure. Yeah, I will say, again, going back to the Wikipedia description, I really wish they'd really emphasized the human zoo part of this episode more. <laughs> Maybe giving them nice enclosures. Right. Some stimulating toys so that they don't get bored in captivity. You see, Not in his natural habitat. Yeah, like, I want to see, you know, the senator and Tony Hawk in his natural habitat. Well, especially because Tony... Tony Eagle. Tony Eagle, sorry. My apologies. Totally different people. <laughs> Because, you know, the eagle, it's a, you know, endangered species. we got to preserve them. Right. Yeah, absolutely. The I just want to see that senator in a cage that has a bunch of, like, cardboard standees of other senators so that he can <laughs> filibuster them. And then, but he kept filibustering them, like, too long, and so they had to put him in a little, like, separate cage. 
So they stopped filibustering him. He was too good at filibustering. He has a little model town that he can ride a go-kart around he, into, uh, like, with a megaphone saying, vote for me. He, Mr. Smith, went to Washington the hell out of those fake They senators. don't have any room to build, like, half pipes or anything for Tony Eagle, but they do have a tech deck for him. Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> the tech deck game for the Xbox, they had that too. Is it um, possible to do, like... Like, can you do an ollie on you with your fingers on a tech deck? Is that even I tried a lot. Yeah, I, I see. I saw one kid do it. One kid said he did a <laughs> kickflip on a tech deck once. That sounds impossible. I don't again, I also tried. Kid. No, the impossible is a different doing... trick. <laughs> <laughs> I also like tried doing an actual ollie on a real skateboard, and yeah. that. Was my first and only skateboard injury. I yeah, I I was smart enough to not try to use skateboards as a child. I knew what would happen. It shot I, out from under me at fifty miles an hour. I wanted to lodged itself in a chain link fence. Oh god, I, I wanted to ride a skateboard, but I refused to stand up on the skateboard. Right. So I would just ride down my driveway. You like luged your way down a hill. Yep. I would do that. I also. In my skate video days, would ride a lot of skateboards to videotape people. Right. Yeah. Uh, and they were like, hey, we want part of this skate video where we're going to have the filmers do, like, a trick. And I'm like, that will not be done. <laughs> <laughs> that part is not happening. Yeah. Thank you, friend. I, nope. I appreciate your belief in me. It is unfounded. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, let's talk about the, the senator. senator. speaks up. Please, yeah. You know, the senator that they decided to specify was from Massachusetts and was named J.R.L. Jr. Or J.L.R. Jr. Yeah. The reason being, the voice actor apparently can only do the world's shittiest JFK impression. You see, the fucking thing is that's his actual voice. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> like Mayor Quimby. We are now um, adopted by this uh, uh, we have a era. I was a bit more Bernie Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> it is just the worst possible JFK impression. And I mean, listen, it's not. Eh, Clone High is a thing, you guys. You can't just do a bad JFK impression anymore. <laughs> yeah. This, this dude has one line, and it is 50% era. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. God, Clone High has some real good, bad jokes about Kennedy. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, nothing bad ever happens to the Kennedys. God, Clip. <laughs> Clone High is such a good show. It is. I get why people want another season, but I kind of just want to keep it pure. Just keep it. Oh, yeah, at, th at this point, it's been too long. Don't do well, it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh... But but, yeah. Never got to watch him have sex with a pie. <laughs> sex. Pie. What bad... Nothing bad's ever happened at a theater as he's standing in front of the painting of himself <laughs> being shot. <laughs> so, for some reason, I'm just so nervous about <laughs> being put in positions of authority. <laughs> anyway, why don't we not quote Quote High forever? Yeah, okay. Hey, no, let's hi guys. Watch, hey, let's I'm watch this now. show, I guess. Well, we should watch Clone High sometime. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Sam um, then goes, okay, we're gonna gather, and attempts to kick the bars off, because she knows she could. 
<laughs> she knows she could, but there's a weird force field, and then she grabs her head because she got zapped in the brain, I guess. Why are there even bars? <laughs> All great questions. I mean, I guess... I mean, I guess to prevent, like, a Portal 2 DLC sort of prison break situation, but I mean... Well, I mean, because she knows that if this field fails, as it obviously will at some point, she's still got them. Well, no, because she takes them out of the jail. They don't escape. They just get taken to the Coliseum. Well, no, but she only wants them out when she allows them to be out. Well, yeah. yeah. I just, I love that Sam's idea for getting out of here is to kick the bars. <laughs> she's, we know she's powerful enough to right. do so. Right. She has wrestled a gorilla before. <laughs> Not only did she lassoed a gorilla. I have no um, idea what the voice this villain is going for. No. I have, yeah, I don't know. Generic it's, girl. It's like if Mandy were a villain. Kind of. Okay, well, Not that's. <laughs> it, it's it's like thirty percent Mandy. Yeah. Turn that dial. To 30% <laughs> Turn that Mandy, Mandy dial back a bit. <laughs> um, does she like? She just is. She has a bunch of money and she's bored, so she started kidnapping people. Yeah. I like that her dad is supposedly cool with it. Right, her dad. And her dad her. is funding it. Yeah. I love that she talks about how she got sick of all the money and cars and boys. Because they're boring to her now. Clover's like, what? That's what? Clover's world is crashing down around her. <laughs> what do you mean money doesn't make you happy? Well, this is money why and boys Clover, and fashion? Clover will remember this monologue before she becomes a supervillain. She's like, oh my god, Felicity right. was right. Right. Also, the uh, the robot to the right of Felicity has the MF Doom mask. Yeah, a little bit. Oh yeah, it does. Uh, uh so Felicity, like says, after I'm done with these boys, I throw them in the arena and make them fight for their lives. Like, oh, okay. Now, when she says no, no what she's have done with the boys, what what is she done doing? Oh, you know she just fucked them to death, right? <laughs> well, not to death. That's like, that's, to, like, yeah, no, they just have pulverized pelvises. <laughs> There's just... the. What else could she possibly be doing with these boys before she decides she's air quotes bored of them and tosses them aside? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's literally any other action. I think they fuck and then she decides to kill them. Well, I watched Tony Eagle do skateboard tricks for 30 minutes. <laughs> and I listened to the DJ play some no, songs for DJ, about three hours. please. <laughs> And that senator, I only la- I could only listen to him talk for three minutes. It was hilarious, <laughs> but it got old real he fast. He only said two sentences, though. <laughs> he was the world's slowest talker, and that is why I kidnapped him. That's why he's so good at filibusters. <laughs> listen, the dude asked for the dude asked for a party platter. It was party platter. <laughs> we can't do this. <laughs> Who says we can't? This is our show. <laughs> I'll enable this. Oh, are you guys doing a bit again? Yeah. Yeah. Full well, supper. I or uh, want a potty platter. There. I did it. F- I did it way faster than it was in the actual show. <laughs> All right. All right. Um. An enormous Gundam descends from <laughs> yeah. the heavens after uh, they're taken to the Colosseum. I, I was about uh, to ask. And it has... What is this rigorous name? 
Um, I, you know, I'm not sure. Let's see, what... Are we doing friends of the table jokes? Is it just going to be for me and you? Yeah, and mainly just for you, because I've listened to half a counterweight. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think you were all that one into it. Uh, I'm going to let this one go. Okay, then. So, um, Clover is mad at Sam and Alex, because even as they're about to get killed by a, like, literal Gundam-sized robot... They're making references to Clover's diaries. I feel like I need to get out in front of this before uh, Julie gets mad at you, too. I'm pretty sure this thing is not a Gundam-sized robot. Gundams are very big. You know what? Whatever. <laughs> it's a mess. So this Gundam-sized <laughs> robot. What? Okay, it's like Megazord-sized. Uh, the Megazord's also very big. It, yeah, no, don't it's, talk to Luke about listen, the Megazord. It's big, okay, fuck you guys, anyway. This thing's like 50 uh, feet tall, I'm pretty sure Gundams are a couple hundred feet tall. Yeah, this they're, is, no, they're enormous, they're very this, big in where space. Where does this compare to, say, a Mega XLR? Uh, no, I didn't watch that fucking show. Mega XLR is also pretty fucking huge. Alright, well, this robot foot. fucking sucks. Anyway. Oh, yeah. no, you know what? There's... I stand corrected. Gundams are like 62 feet tall. This thing is a small Gundam. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Roughly um, one half hundred foot robot golf height. Yeah. Clover almost gets killed by the thing's trident, um, which turns very small. Uh, gets wildly varying size. Mm-hmm. And then Clover shrinks her waist to be about six <laughs> inches across. To make sure she fits between the forks. Oh yeah, much like a rat, she can compress her ribcage. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually like this. This screenshot's genuinely a little upsetting. Um, yeah, I just saw that scene again, and it's not great. Um, so they pull her out of there. Um, did I not get a picture of that? No, I. Didn't. I, I do like at um, one point they're like, uh, and she's like, now you will fight. And they're like, for what? Your lives. Yeah. <laughs> Does a cackle while just, good thing we cannot see behind this banister. Because, I mean, I, I yeah. Do, I do love, like, Clover gets pinned by the trident. She goes, listen, buddy, you do not want to fight me. And then he just pulls out a spiked ball and chain from behind his back. She's like, all right, no, you definitely do. Never mind. <laughs> no, you do. You do. And you're stronger. And I can't do anything about that. You're right. Um... She gets uh, Alex and Sam to come over. Alex starts talking shit about the diary again. And Clover's like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm about to die, and you cannot let this go. Please stop. Um, They decide on a truce until at least they're not about to die. Um, They remember that they have the brute armor, the brute suit. Uh Uh, And Clover puts it on. Um... And she catches the ball and chain, and then, well, th- well what, what? First, well, she pushes away Sam and Alex with the full force of this exosuit. Well, to protect them. Well, you know, if they got a yeah. little hurt by that, I don't think she's too torn up. I don't think she would care that much, but also, it's definitely to protect them. Um, she gets smushed by the ball and chain, but she's strong enough to pick it back up and throw it at the robot and kill it immediately. Well... No. <laughs> okay, so it's not dead, but it does knock a hole in the wall, and that's how those guys escape. Um, and it's very hurt at the very least. Yeah. Then it starts shooting literal fire out of its eyes. I want to be it, very the, clear that is not like a laser beam. It's no, very it's much a billowing yes. fire. 
the particle effects are very taxing on this system. It slows down to like three frames per second. <laughs> um, and Felicity is into it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I have that exact, exact screen yep, cap uh-huh. on my desktop and I have for the past week. So they start talking do about you ever how see salmon... Felicity from the waist down during the say... scene. I'm not positive nope. you do. Nope. Yeah, no, that's that's what I was getting at earlier. We do not, and, you know, we should just not even look into what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sam and Alex are talking about going to get into the head of this machine, gonna... and they're yes. constantly, like... Because, <laughs> like, when she was talking to them, she's, like, talking to the spy, she's like, and I'm, you're in the mood for something different, and I'm like, oh, you're going to fuck girls now. <laughs> right. Right. Probably. Hey, why does this thing have a cockpit? Yeah. Yeah. So they. My other problem is that they keep framing it like they're going to mess with its air quotes brain. Right, but it's just a cockpit. It's just a cockpit, also, guys. Like you the just. The cockpit is in its head, and they see out of its eyes. Where'd that fire come from? Where'd that I... fire come from? <laughs> the secret fire ejector. I don't know the fire dimension. Just maybe, maybe it's like maybe it's like a Megazord situation where it like shifts around. No, that's dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I've yeah, never just... actually watched. I've watched one episode of Power Rangers and I did not like it. Okay, but I, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, um, and then I decided to ask a question to your podcast and sounded real dumb because I'm like, what if? Uh, yeah. No, what was the question? Anyway. Listen, let's. let's no, it was no. like what. Well, it was like, what if the what if the suit colors were like like you ran inverse invert color on them? And I just, I realized like after asking it that like wait no their suits don't fucking matter for their colors uh, their their suit colors don't do anything to their powers. Oh, oh right yeah <laughs> yeah the, the, would, they all have just, the same powers. It would look very uh, different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, and then like Sam goes like, well Alex at first is like I'll drive, and then they just get in. It's like not a big deal. Uh, and Alex was like, I'll drive. And Sam was like, yo, you're the worst driver ever. Like, and like, wait a minute, you should drive. And then they don't do anything with that. <laughs> yeah. No, she no. doesn't like crash yeah. it or anything. She actually pilots it very well. Yeah, she does a very yeah, good very job. Yeah, skillfully, very skillfully lifts this girl <laughs> with a thumb and forefinger of the giant robot. Um, I will say in this shot we do see below the waist, so don't worry, y'all. It's fine. Uh, I think she. Well, I think is, she. You know, got serious. Oh, when finished she saw up them already. T- already good to go. I mean, she saw the taking over the yeah, robot. This is after she knew the she destruction ended. Yeah. Um. We do get a weird shot of the robot heels. <laughs> just a just a shot of the robot feet before it well, starts that's that walking. Face guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Covering <laughs> their bases. Guy. Um. Felicity gets very upset, and the robot picks her up by her cape, and then just throws her. Yep. Vertically. Just, this is like an 87 degree angle. Just throws her she right out the place. She should be dead. Um, thankfully. She should yeah, absolutely Yeah, she should be, be very dead. dead. Well, um, she ends she, up getting caught by the senator. He should also yeah. be dead. Or at the very least, his arm should be <laughs> off of his body. Okay. Yeah. Felicity should have been cut into three equal pieces, and the senator's arms should have been ripped from his torso. Right. <laughs> like, this is the, the cartoon logic where A, all women weigh three pounds, and B, all men can break the fall of women by catching them no matter how fast they were falling. 
Yeah, like, even worse, they do that with, like, giant robots, too. Yeah. Like, a robot hand will catch you when a foot from the ground. Right. <laughs> which yeah. would, in fact, be worse than hitting the ground. Yeah. Um, Jerry shows up, picks everybody up, thanks them, and says, Oh, thank God you guys decided a truce. Um, and we cut back to the school. Um, Alex, still wearing the same bad outfit... <laughs> Um, but to be fair, they're all wearing the same bad outfit now, except for Clover, who has changed because she gave them their clothes back. Right. Um, they all start... Like it would have been good if they were wearing the clothes that Clover had been wearing. Yeah, that would have been pretty good. Yeah. Um, they all start apologizing to each other, do all that stuff. Um, they go back to being friends. And Clover says, okay, but now since we're friends, I'm gonna need you to ignore everything that happens from here on for the next, uh, say, 30 minutes. <laughs> Um, I do, and then she just puts her head in her hands and just starts shaking it. Yep. <laughs> it's really cute. I did cute. not expect us to make up this quickly. No. A blimp shows I, up. Like, pictured our Pilates clothes. Uh, yeah, on the blimp, there is a big video screen that says Alex with a bunch of clothes on it. That are supposed to Definitely be Pilates. None of which are exercise clothes in the slightest. No. There's a handbag there. Yeah, there's a handbag and a backpack, um, and it's playing audio of Sam singing in the shower. Yeah. Um, and now this seems way worse for Sam than it does for oh, Alex. Oh, for sure. Like Alex's doesn't make any sense because no. the problem with Alex's it's thing is that the clothes smell bad. Right. Like you can't smell the clothes. It just looks like there's Alex's name next to some clothes. Unless, is she them? do you think this blimp is? Oh, the blimp is absolutely spraying some. <laughs> Perfume through the oh, air. Oh, some rank shit. Yeah, yeah. I suppose Listen, it's I've been possible. bottling up Alex's sweat for a year. <laughs> yeah. Wait, like, like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <Hold on. laughs> uh, you know, that's a ridiculous thing you just said, and yet it was the plot of an episode where someone was bottling their sweat. Oh Christ, you're right. It. And mind controlling somebody. Yeah, they were doing that. That's true. <laughs> Um, we cut over to the vlog at the end of the episode, which is Sam going, I felt so bad about, like, reading Clover's diary, and so I decided that I would leave mine out somewhere where she would see it, just, just like, you know, I, I may have exaggerated, I may have said some very, very nice things about her, just so she would get it. Her um, flawless I, skin and perfect hair. She says that as though she had to write those entries, and no, Sam, you just love no, your girlfriend. Shut up. You just love your girlfriend, yeah. <laughs> Um, also, and we, we didn't mention this, but Sam's singing in the shower. It's just her going, I'm singing in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it is that. Well, they can't use any songs. <laughs> um, Sam says, like, she left her uh, diary out behind, like, all of her textbooks. And it's supposed to be a joke about how, you know, Clover doesn't read textbooks and would never find the journal. And then she says, maybe I'll leave it under my pink cashmere scarf instead. Yeah. You know what would have been really good? If she was singing the theme song. Oh, man! Oh, that would have been so good. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Put your tongue in my ear. It's queer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Sam would sing that. generation's just begun. This baby grace is the word, and baby, the word's divine. <laughs> Why is that a lyric in that song, you two? <laughs> what? What are you looking Explain. at me for? Because darling, grease is the word, and baby, the word's divine. What? 
Everybody's this, heard Darling Grease is the worst. Put your face next to mine. Why is your face greasy? No, Grease is the safe <laughs> well, word. Teens. <laughs> Good. I'm so confused by that song lyric. <laughs> that song. Listen, I said at least it's not about clowns fucking. God, no, please don't. <laughs> oh, wow, suddenly I, I just got a knock on my door. Oh, it's the guy from Blues Traveler's Band. <laughs> oh, it's John Popper. We've summoned him. He's back. Uh, he tweeted Someone out a thing today. Activation freeze. Oh, no. What'd you say, Molly? <laughs> Wait, what? What'd you say? I, was, I, was, I don't actually know what the guy from Blues Traveler sounds like, so I was just doing this weird gravelly voice. Um, no, he he messaged us again today. Oh, God, did he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, Molly? So, I need yeah. to ask you. Yep. Do you think we can get him on the show? <laughs> I, I don't want to ask him, no. Molly? I think, what? Come on. <laughs> no. I mean, at this point, you could probably DM them. Is there a clown episode of Totally Spice? I hope not. I mean, if there's going to be one, it was a carnival. Whoops, season six, episode 19, clowning around. Listen, I'm going to preemptively ask to be on that episode. No, no, you can't be because the singer from Blues Traveler is going to be on that episode. John Popper is going to be on our show. John Popper, seriously, come on. Get on here. You gotta assume he's listening at this point. This is what you have to assume, though. Molly realized that May is the month of clown fucking from the song. Right. Yeah. And then... Um, so, okay, first of all, I didn't bring it yes. up. My friend Sierra brought it up first. Um, um, she says, if you must blame anyone, please blame Blue's John Popper Traveler as an official order of all things clown fucking. Uh, and then he responds, hey, it, dot, 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 hey, it happens, more, hashtag more than people think, Ew, eggplant <coughs> emoji, clown emoji. <laughs> I do think you talked about this a lot in the off episode. It's the greatest no, thing. No, it just happened again. Why, John Popper? I know you're listening. You don't have to keep defending your clown fucking. I get it, dude. Then, John Popper, listen. You like the honking sounds they make, Molly? I then, I swear to God, you need to try and get John Popper to guest on Totally Reprise. If not, just record like a "Hey, you're listening to Totally Reprise." Oh, like a bumper? Hell yeah! We can do that. I'm pretty sure we can. Uh, and then the second tweet is dot 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 just saying dot 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 clown emoji devil emoji sweat emoji hashtag clowns are people too. How much money do you think he'd charge to do a cover of the totally spice? Oh my god! (laughs) If I hear crowdfund this, if I hear (laughs) blues traveler band. John Popper say it's queer but kind of fun. I will die <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> I 
this. Yes, you do. Do you ever stop and do? Uh, do you ever stop and examine what what you've been doing with your life? Constantly. Never, not once. <laughs> no, I'm busy examining what John Popper's doing with his life. <laughs> it's fucking clowns. We know this. <laughs> fucking clowns are defending it on Twitter and name searching his Twitter. Do you think people Twitter. ask him about this a lot? God. Do you think people like when you see John Popper, they're like, hey, hey, love the album, but I just got a quick question. Did you fuck the clown? And he's got to be like, well, yeah, <laughs> of course <laughs> I did. Like, God. Molly, we need 20 to- minutes. If he's just on for a 20 minute <laughs> interview, just replace the 20 minutes at the ep- at beginning of the episode with. <laughs> yes. With an interview about clowns and the fucking thereof. If John Popper, 20 minutes of your time You have 20 minutes, you spend it on Twitter We need to figure out If one, if Blue Travel Band is still Touring, and two, if they ever come to Seattle We need to see them Fuck My only Blues Traveler context Is that one, like, Harmonica Hero Like, parody video and, yeah, like, every it, yeah. single song was a Blues Traveler Doesn't one. Doesn't he have a bandolier of harmonicas? He definitely has the the thing to keep the harmonica in front of his face. I do not know sure. if he has a bandolier. I mean, um, I do know that he carries guns on stage when he can. Uh, okay, yeah, of course. You gotta mm-hmm. defend yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from clowns. No, not from the clowns, from clown haters. <laughs> yeah. Clown haters, yeah, you're right. Um, uh... John Popper loves the Gathering of the Juggalos. I was about to ask, do you think he, like, loves the Gathering of the Juggalos? Like, are they, like, bringing clowns back? Did you see that map of Juggalo density? I am searching (laughs) Gathering of the Juggalos Blues Traveler right now. (laughs) No results. Google, in fact, has now banned you from their services. (laughs) Why are we doing this? I'm sure we have questions. I searched... Harmonica Bandelier, and let me just tell you, this is a great. <laughs> Hold this is on a, a great second. Great Google Harmonica image search. Harmonica Bandelier. Please like me. Oh, for sale. <laughs> oh <laughs> my goodness. What are we looking at here? Holy shit. Oh my god. Why do you need that many harmonicas? <laughs> Different tunes. <laughs> uh, that what is you ever need to make a lot of harmonica bandoliers. <laughs> <laughs> there is exactly one specific instantly. audience. There's one specific audience for a harmonica bandolier, and it is fat <laughs> white men. I love that this cowboy has fat white men with bad facial hair. Two full bandoliers of harmonicas, and then he's also <laughs> holding a harmonica. There's not an empty slot on the bandoliers. I he will lifts say up that hat. He lifts up that hat. Another <laughs> harmonica. I will say there are just multiple pictures of uh, John Popper in this image search. So <laughs> we're on to something here. Also, there's multiple links. Like, every picture I click is, like, from the Dirty South Blues harp form. <laughs> Listen, we have to move Do on. Do we? Do we? Can't we just live here forever? <laughs> <laughs> We're in the harmonica zone now, Molly. At this point, Ashley is in control of Please look at this image. Please look at this image. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm looking. Actually, I'm like three seconds Holy from going shit. to the question. <laughs> I'm like three seconds from going to the question tweet uh, myself. This and man just starting to with his them. Indiana Jones hat and his mutton chops and his bandolier of harmonicas. It's like a bib. <laughs> is is he holding a telescope? What I don't that? know. I think um, I have now found the article on Slate entitled oh, "It good. is perfectly reasonable for Tim Kaine to carry four harmonicas." July twenty eighth, twenty sixteen, during the Clinton Kaine campaign. Uh, <sighs> I asked a former staffer to tell me something about Kaine. He doesn't just carry a harmonica; he carries four harmonicas. <laughs> she said. Amazing. Um, and yes, in this article, Blues Traveler's John Popper uh, wears a cool-looking bandolier. I will debate on cool-looking, <laughs> and it is that photo. That is John Popper. You just linked me. Oh. Well, we should cut that part out if we're trying to get him to... <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, he heard us talk about clown fucking, he had to leave. He had to... Okay. I'm just saying, if we're trying to get Joe Popper on your way, we probably shouldn't make fun of his mutton chops. <laughs> you, you, well, you didn't you say know, anything about his mutton chops. You just said that he had them. Well, in this picture that looks more recent, they are gone. They are so gone, maybe so he yeah, he, he thought better of it. Can I we mean, those please aren't so much, move on? In this, one, in this one, they're not so much mutton chops as they are just, like, sideburns. Yeah. Sideburns like, are mutton fine. chops cur... They curl like around. Yeah. They almost become. We a have Does he like use up? Does he use up the harmonica? Is that why he needs multiple? <laughs> they get full of spit. He can't he, use he, them. After are they that. too clogged? He throws them that? into the crowd after songs. Jump up! Oh, please come on the gross. show so I can apologize to you personally for making fun of your mutton chops. Your dumb, dumb mutton chops. No, that no, is Sean, we're being nice because now we know it's a celebrity. That is not affiliated. <laughs> Sean with is us. not officially yes. a part of the show. Luke isn't technically affiliated with this show. He just comes on a lot. Just bleep out all the mean things I said about John Popper's uh, photo here. It's very important to me that we get him on this show. All right, we have questions. Uh, no, hey, by the way, great episode of Totally Spies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Ops and Sam sucked, yeah. but otherwise it was good. Yeah. I, I liked it. I do wish there was more emphasis on the human zoo. Yeah. Uh, from at Mike Loves Rabbits. So now that Luke has quote unquote won the Macrophilia Minute, when does Molly start right. subjecting him to the Hypnodom hoedown? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's already in this episode. Oh, you just you're just not going to be listening for it. Right? That's yeah, right. I, I think I've it. probably been. There's probably been a Hypnodom hoedown in every episode. I just don't remember. It's yeah. subliminal. That's the whole point. Right. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Listen, You're just not going to remember can, it. Don't I, I, I think it. I'm pretty much on the the inverse of you, where I can get down with that. It's just not my main thing. Yeah, see, exactly. See, yeah. everything's fine. God, guys. Uh, from uh, Witsaru Gwen, now that Totally Spies is a giant mech show, how long until all the hosts start building Gunpla? Never. I mean, Molly well, nope. already does. <laughs> not going to happen. Well, I was gonna say. Well, I have four. Yeah, I'll probably. I, uh, I'll, um, yeah, it's fun. I'll probably build a simple gun pole when I'm in Seattle, but just to say I did. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, Listen, it's just the reason I do it is just super relaxing. Just it's yeah. you know, like people talk about putting a Lego set together. It's just that, except more a, a little fancier. Yeah, no, I, I could definitely got... see the appeal of it. Mostly, 
I don't have anywhere that like to put them when I'm done building them, and also I don't have anywhere to work on them. So you know, right? I need a big. I need a shelf before I buy any more. Honestly, yeah, all my shelves are taken yeah. up by amiibos. So, yep. Yeah, same here. And also, I've got like giant idiot fingers who destroy everything that they touch. Right. Uh, and I've been. I've owned like a flying model of like uh, a triplane uh, for months now, and I've not even opened the box. I'm just like, nope. I'll destroy this immediately. Uh, I've been... Pris told me uh, that I am now allowed to build the two Gunplot she's had sitting around for like seven months. Aw. Uh, so I'll be able to do I that wanna, soon. I want to build yeah. one of those like teddy bear robots. <clears throat> those seemed cool. Oh, yeah. We'll get you We'll get you one of those. All right. So, yeah. Um, yep. From uh, Atnit Speccubus, our, our, our best fan, our... Top fan, Chelsea. Yeah, he bought us an ad. We, I don't think we mentioned it on here, but she bought us an ad on the MSPA homepage. Holy shit, I'm still freaking out about that. Yeah, it was. I think it was on the last episode. I think okay. it did make it yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, I will listen to that but earlier still... this week. Yeah. Uh, have any of you ever tried to keep a diary slash journal slash blog, etc.? Which we kind of mentioned, but. Oh, we kind of yeah. already answered that. Yeah, we sort of touched on that already. Yeah, I nope. mean, I have. I um, I also well, one time tried to keep track of like my, uh, when I was trying to get into, um, not like a pro magic scene, but doing it like every weekend and trying to like do a little bit of the grinding sure. on that. Um, I tried to keep track of. I made like a Tumblr for that, but I just didn't have the time or money to keep going to events. Yeah. So, uh, and also from her, how do the spies keep running around and finding various baddies in Fort and Shields? Is it magic? Science? Oh, uh, they're just that good. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. Well, it cannot be that. <laughs> well, no. Um. I mean, you want you want Watsonian, or do you want Doyleist answer here? Doyleist answer is the animators are very horny. Uh. And Watsonian is I don't know. It makes no sense. They all just have incredible balance. Or I guess. they have such bad balance that it loops back around. <laughs> They're approaching good balance from so the other side. So you said such bad balance that it whoops back around? I, I said loops, but I also probably nice. fucked up this pronunciation. <laughs> no, well, I don't know if you did or not, but it sounded vaguely like it, and I just thought it was a funny joke, and I was just going to, you know, do the... I wasn't trying to call you that out. I just thought it was funny. Good joke. Well, uh, all right. Also from at Mike Loves Rabbits, a lot of repeat questions on here. Well, not repeat questions, but repeat mm -hmm. askers. Which I got no problem with. Yeah. Have any of you ever played Eternal Darkness? I ask because that's the only game I can think of where a Roman Sartorian plays a major role. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, yeah. No, I have not. No, I rented it once, I think, and I played a little bit of it, and I, it just wasn't for me, or I, I was scared. I can't remember. I love that game. I did get stuck and never beat it, uh, because you have to fight Lovecraftian old gods with, like, a World War One rifle, and that's hard. Yeah, I bet that doesn't uh, go well. I I can't handle scary anything. Yeah. I think I've made this clear on various other things I've been a part of, but, like, my my upper limit for horror in games is Luigi's Mansion. Okay. Yeah, it's a little... It, it, there, it's a little spookier than that. Just a I little mean, I guess bit, I, I guess I've played through a lot of Fallout New Vegas, but in that one I have super powerful guns that I have stockpiled ammo for, so, in, like... Yeah, in Fallout New Vegas, you are unto a god. Yeah. So, if, yeah, I mean, if you're doing I'm, right. I'm listening to a bunch of 50s music and just like, ah, this is great. How could you be upset when you got Spurs that jingle, 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 uh, jingle, jingle, jingle? Yeah. Uh, 
I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, uh, Eternal Darkness is neat because um, <laughs> no, it's cool because there's Luke, only like have you not played. Have you not played Fallout? Uh, do you not know okay. what Fallout even is? It's like the retro future, I, you mm-hmm. know. I so think, they have like listen, 50s songs. Listen, I think he knows what Fallout is. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of. I'm aware of the Fallout franchise. New Vegas is legitimately amazing. So yeah, I and you don't have to deal with Bethesda shit. Right, right. So I played Fallout Three and I fucking hated it. So I never touched New Vegas. It's not good. But I have heard That's a fair. lot of people that agree with me that Fallout Three sucks. That like New Vegas. So I definitely want to try it sometime. Hey, guess what? Fallout 3 and 4, they suck. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Fallout New Vegas is not any, like, mechanically better than Fallout 3, sure. but it is way narratively That's better. That's something. Yeah. Like, someone's modding uh, Fallout 4 to just be Fallout New Vegas, and I cannot wait because that will be incredible. That's not all yeah, right. just just... The best part the of act. Fallout New Vegas is that you're not like the chosen one. You're just some asshole just who got asshole, shot yeah. in the desert. Yeah, yeah it's by very Chandler. good. Um, by Chandler. He got Bing. shot by Chandler Bing. <laughs> but uh, the thing with Eternal <laughs> Darkness is there's only like three or four levels in that game, but you visit them in different eras. So like you'll right like the mansion that you're in, you see it as like a colonial American who's there in like the late 18th century, and then you see it as your grandpa, and then you play through it as you. Or, like, there is a uh, uh, a church that you play in, like, as, like, a, uh, you know, peasant who's, like, working there as a monk. And then you play as, like, a World War One reporter. And then you play as, you know, someone in modern day. It's really neat. Yeah, I, you had to make, like, runes and stuff in that, too, right? Yeah, to advance yeah. And, you sort of, like, yeah, there's, like, I, a spell crafting system or something like that. Right, yeah. I'd, I didn't get very far in that game, but I recognized it was cool, but I do think I got scared off. Yeah, that's fair. Um, The only other, like, nearly scary game I've played... I, I would say, like, Ravenholm in uh, Half-Life 2 is pretty fucking scary. Sure. At least the first mm-hmm. time around. Uh. And then Resident Evil 4 is the other, like, yeah, which, air quote scary game which I've played. Which we've talked which about a lot. Fantastic game. fucking love that game. God, so good. Such a good game. God, that game's good. Can, cannot, cannot even begin to play any of the Resident Evils. <sighs> oh, 4 is just so good, though. And, nope. And, and nope, I mean, listen, nope. if you have a low threshold for that stuff, I totally get it. That's fine. 4 is extremely goofy. <laughs> yeah, it's very goofy. I'm not good with... I'm not good with third-person shooters, to be honest. Mm. All right, that's fair, not, too. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got more questions, Ashley? Guess oh, not. Damn it, I swear she came back. Yeah, I heard her say yeah, something. Yeah, no, I... Yeah. How the fuck? Tricked me. God. She got us again! <laughs> Quick, let's... Let, shit, let's talk about video games for another ten yeah, minutes. Let's, let's get back to this John Popper situation. Let's oh no, please don't. <laughs> Let's describe his stupid face and his uh, stupid no, face. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Sean, you're ruining it. We're trying to get him as a guest. Okay. okay. Come this off. All right. From Thank you. Perfecto. Since one woman has roots in 1940s bondage kink stuff and went through a spy heavy catsuit phase, is she the proto totally spy? I think she is, yeah. What would a crossover look like? Wait, now who Wonder is it? Woman. Wonder Woman. Oh, sure. Because Wonder Woman's whole thing is that she's all about... She's just the bondage superhero. Yeah. yeah, no, like, literally, if you've... Like, the dude who created her is like, I want this woman to dom me so I much. I want to be tied up by her, <laughs> and then I want to tie her up back. Yeah, no, that's a good situation. Yeah. And I want to tie her to a giant flying dick. 
<laughs> yeah, okay. God. Uh, from at Pollyanna Days, Magic Girl Spies, what would be their elements, themes, etc.? And what talking animal would Jerry be? Mmm. <laughs> well, Jerry would be a weird skunk. Okay. Okay, yeah, sure, you know okay. what? That seemed like a weird pull, but I can <laughs> yeah, see it. Yeah, no, it's... I was gonna say, like, a shitty koala, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, weird skunk definitely seems right to me. Weird skunk is also good. Uh, uh... I'm trying to think of what like elemental powers they would have. Yeah, are we are we talking element? If we're talking elemental powers, I do think Sam just gets fire. Yeah. Like I, I realize yeah. she's a redhead and all that, and that's kind of yeah. I mean, is Sam it just because she's a redhead? No, it's just because she will kill people like that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I think I almost feel like Sam's more rock because that's more like brute force to me. That was number two. I was thinking yeah. was rock or earth. Um, I would think that Alex would probably be air. Oh, see, I think Alex okay. just goes full on Captain Planet heart. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And then I, See, I think Clover would be fire. I've not watched nearly enough Magical Girl anime to have any opinion on any of this. Have you ever watched Captain Planet? It's the same thing. <laughs> no, I've also not watched <laughs> Captain Planet. That cartoon was from the 80s. Well, the thing is, he's a hero. And he's going to take pollution right down to zero. Right You realize I'm like three or four years younger than all of you, right? I... Yeah. We don't gotta say it. <laughs> anyway. Uh. Why do I, like, I guess they must have just re-ran Captain Planet a lot in the 90s. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I mean, logically, I shouldn't have seen any episodes of uh, Magic School there Bus, is, because those were all from, like, 91 yeah. to 93. There is definitely an episode of Captain Planet where the bad guys steal a bunch of nukes <laughs> and give them to, like conflict zones around the world like they give one nuke to the black population of South Africa and one nuke to the white population of South Africa <laughs> just because you know, things do. that are just used all the time and then they give uh, a nuke to the IRA and dare them to use it and like the, the planeteers have to go around the world and talk all of these people down from nuking the their like blood enemies <laughs> Well, I mean, they haven't yet, and it's not like it's impossible to make these things. Right. I, it's why it's called the nuclear option, because you don't use it. Right, right, but the idea is they're putting them into these hot zones where, that, where like, conflict is exploding just to try and, like, provoke these people into using the nuclear option. There's also the episode where they, it's really they weird. time travel and meet Hitler. <laughs> like, not Hitler. What the fuck? It's a weird show. Listen, listen. I have had my fill of weird nonsense because on one of the filler episodes I had to do for my podcast, it was an episode of Lupin the Third where Lupin owned a shape-shifting minotaur robot that was a secret Nazi project to make a Hitler body double. And he was using it to guard some water. Okay. Here we go. The planeteers go on separate... Uh, wait, wait a second, hold on. The episode is, if it's Doomsday, this must be Belfast. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> the Planeteers go on separate missions across the world to prevent the detonation of three separate nuclear bombs in three major conflict zones between warring religious factions. Verminous scum is behind the plot of inciting hatred to get people into nuking each other. Verminous Wasn't scum. that the one voiced by Jeff Goldblum? The main story sees Wheeler arrive in Northern Ireland, where the conflict is between the Protestants and the Catholics. 
Uh, Kwame I mean, and yes, Linka accurate. travel to South Africa where the blacks and whites are raging battles. Oh my fucking uh, that's god. That's not the best way of putting nope. that. Nope. Guy and Mati travel to Israel where tensions are high between Palestinians and Jews. Oh, huh. The episode the portion set in Belfast have become a popular viral internet meme. It's wildly inaccurate accents and depictions of the troubles have been met with large degrees of mirth from Northern Ireland inhabitants. When originally released in the US, it was viewed by the Northern Ireland government and banned from release in the third season run in Northern Ireland. Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? These, like, 11-year-old children are gonna solve the Israel-Palestine conflict and the racial strife in South Africa and the religious strife in Ireland all Wait at a- once. Okay. Wait a minute. When did when was apartheid ended? Uh, it- that was, like... I'm looking was it up that now. Because go- I know it was the 80s. I just don't know when in the well, 80s. Even if it was ended, uh, it probably was still pretty rough. It, it formally Guys. ended in 1991. Yes, Molly. <laughs> we have to stop. <laughs> we have more questions. We have to... We have to either... Yeah, we have to finish questions and end this episode. Um, here's one from Molly. Uh, this is from... J. William uh, McNeil. Uh, what are the spies' Oricon names, and what, what kind of mechs would they pilot? Christ. Um, at, in the in counterweight. Um, first of all, first of all, the Oricon name thing is something I have fucked up entirely since day one. It's just, it's the wrong faction that has the silly names, and we put it down wrong. Um, and I would need time to make good Oricon names for these. Well, let's just people. look at the Oricon name generator. Yeah, let's look at <laughs> look at the Oricon names generator on Twitter that uh, Kevin made, former guest. Um, the mechs, honestly, in um, uh, Counterweight weren't that custom, you know. Um, it, at the at some point, you know, they're all just mechs. I don't, unless I'm really disappointing somebody right now. But, like, Sam obviously has the most guns. If anybody has um, Arya Joy's mech that has the fireworks to distract people, it's Alex or Clover. I don't know which, because it's <laughs> good for both. Uh, I'm just going to read some of these. Okay. Digital pyramids. Laugh sword. <laughs> Slam magnet, <laughs> snack stage. Yeah. Slaptimus. Writing birds. One of the ones the other day was, one of the ones the other day was problematic boy. <laughs> Rift story. Just very good. Um, one of the names in the show, for example, was Territory Jazz. Uh, which is a great name. Future uh. verifies. <laughs> I personally Eat like Halloween sunrise. candy. Oh my god. I personally like Halloween candy. <laughs> That's very good. Grass emoji. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Verified so, dunk. There's some great stuff in that generator. Uh, from Ruth at Cozy Cozy. Uh, what races and classes would the spies characters be if they played World of Warcraft? A game I have never played. Yeah, same. Ne- neither have I. I feel like we've done this one. I think we might have done D&D. 
Yeah, you've done D&D a few times, I think. Which I will say is about the same thing. Sure. Like, I've played Hearthstone. Will that help? One of them I, yes, definitely exactly plays the same thing. One of them definitely plays yeah, a Draenei, though. One of them... I don't know what any of that... I, see, Hearthstone only gives you the classes, and, like, they don't mean shit, except for what cards you If get. one of them plays a Draenei, it's definitely Sam. Yeah. Draenei's, like, the kind of weird, sexy one. The fucky goat people. Yeah. Ooh. Wait, yeah. aren't those... No. Sean. I don't, I mean, what? Let me help you. No, I'm looking up Draenei right now. Here you go, buddy. You enjoy that one. Um, yeah, this is exactly where I just was. Yep. Just, just enjoy that. Nice. Um, any, it, I don't, I don't know. I'm so, I'm yeah. so tired. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> can we finish this one now? Oh. Let's wrap this one up with just uh, one last question. Okay. Uh, by the way, I asked, you know, if we're talking about this because Ro- Robo Gladiators, Diary Readings, and Giant Mechs, and from at Dorumingu, is there, if there are no cows in the TR universe, how can there be dairy readings? <laughs> good job, buddy. <laughs> good <laughs> job, Bob. That's pretty Bob, good. Bob. <laughs> solid. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Jordan. <sighs> God, the, um, God, the Draenor is so fucky. The Draenei are very fucky. Uh, Sean, where can we find you online? Uh, well, I'm on uh, Tumblr, uh, chum-personable.tumblr.com, and on Twitter, uh, at chumpersonable. Uh, and I, as mentioned a few times, I run my own podcast uh, called Cryborg009, uh, we are watching the entirety of the Cyborg 009 2001 series, uh, and we, putting up, coming up this Wednesday, maybe the same day as this episode, not too totally sure on that one, but... Spies. Uh, yes, great. Uh, <laughs> is gonna be the first, uh, episode that we recorded after Mark got out of the hospital, so that's fun. Excellent. Uh... So, like, for four weeks, I just did Lupin the Third and Metabot, so now we're back God, to God, is this the same Cyborg episode where we talked about your boyfriend getting out of the hospital? <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've lived three lifetimes since that conversation. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that's what I do. Uh, excellent. You want to plug anything else? Nope, that's all I do. That's, all right. I just listed all the things I do. I don't run 12 podcasts like you guys. Yeah, well, uh, Luke, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SSJSpeedRacer. Um, and you can find me, uh, as well as both of you, over on AudioEntropy.com, where we do a bunch of cool stuff. And it, it's getting to the point where there's too much cool stuff to name. We did just recently add uh, two new shows, though. Um one of which is the garbage dump, which we've threatened to do for a long time, and it is basically yeah. a feed where anytime one of us has a stupid idea for something, we're just gonna update that feed with it. Um, if it's nothing that would sustain a whole podcast on its own, and uh, the other new one is uh, our friend Dustin, who's guested on this show a few times, has migrated his show, The Baka Cast, over to Audio Entropy, uh, which is a uh, an anime podcast that reviews uh, new episodes of the current season of anime. And they've been doing it for like six years now. And uh, yeah. yeah, if you want to know 
good-ass opinions about recent animes, that's the place to go. That's where to do it. Um, you got anything else, Luke? Uh, no, I think that's it. Alright, uh, Ashley, where can we find you online? You can find me at Yuri Liberian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Uh, you can find, you know, all my other podcasts at AudioEntropy.com, uh, including such ones at, such as Burger Pops, we're just wrapping up Riverdale right now, so... Yes! Yeah! Uh, by the time you hear, I don't know when we're gonna put this out, but by the time you hear this, it may be done. Yeah, well, that's the first wild. season. Man. Which, yeah. What a good first season. Yeah, no, that's... I've seen so many people go like, man, I, this show is bad, but also amazing, and I love it unironically. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. God, just... I'm just legitimately, I just want to say very quickly, Cole's Prowse is so fucking good in that show. Oh, yeah. What a surprise. Yeah. Like, someone was saying, like, man, I hope he gets an Emmy nomination. And like, you know what? I didn't think of that, but now I'd be really angry if he doesn't get an Emmy nomination. Yep. Yep. That scene in the, like, like the 12th episode in the phone booth. God. Yeah. I've not watched a single episode of Riverdale, so I just don't even know anything. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's me. And also, you can get uh, find my Patreon at patreoncom minor. And yeah, Molly, just hey. did a bit. I <laughs> see so you're not gonna let me yell about it. Uh, <laughs> give Ashley your fucking money. Give her your God fucking money. Yeah, give her your fucking you money now more than ever because if she a- Ashley, can you add a Patreon goal for like twenty thousand dollars? <laughs> we'll commission John Popper to cover the Totally Spies song. Surely twenty k is enough right money for that. <laughs> what are you at like now? At now, like two hundred bucks? Yeah. We'll get there in no time. <laughs> With stretch goals like that, how can you not? You can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y E R and at betgirl.tumblr.com. You can find me on audioentrybeauty.com where I do a lot of podcasts, such as Let Me Tell You About Homestuck, uh, this one, uh, Chris and Molly's Movie Night, and. Transmission Radio, that's the other one. Um, by the time you hear this, maybe, there should be one either going up in a few days or have happened a few days before. Um, so that'll be fun and good to listen to, I'm I, sure. I, I just want to say very quickly that Molly has just been killing it with the Earthsea Homestucks. Oh, oh they're yeah. so good. Oh, thank you. It's it's half jewels, too. Don't worry. Um and you can also go to audioentropy.com and find that donate button. Give us some money to keep the website online. We don't take any of that money for ourselves. It's just just to keep the website online so we can give you all the podcasts you listen to in theory. So help help us out if you can. That'd be really yeah. wonderful. Um, you can also go to iTunes and leave us a review, subscribe, rate, all that stuff there. Bump up the numbers. Do all that cool stuff for us. Leave a review. Uh, that'd be That would be absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, otherwise, I think, do we have any news or anything? I need to read the next episode description. Are you guys ready for that? Oh, oh boy. Always. Always. Um, the next episode, season three, episode eight, Morphing is so 1987. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
The girls are attacked by a mailman that is made of some metallic compound and has changed his arms into weapons. What? <laughs> so, so wait, okay, that's just the Terminator from Terminator They investigate 2. a wig factory where they discover that Tim what? Scam is back. What? Although they capture Scam, the girls are later attacked at school by a metallic Arnold Jackson doppelganger Ooh. and then find Tim Scam has invaded Whoop headquarters. In the subplot, Sam makes Alex and Clover clean the house. <laughs> oh my god! I, I do want to note that the mailman that is made of some metallic compound and is changed his arms into weapons. <laughs> and, oh my fucking god, the, there's a link on that and it links to T-1000. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, oh, joking. What an amazing world. episode we're in store for. I am very excited. Okay, oh, Tim boy. Scam. Tim, a smile. That guy's smiling. Just make it look like that. <laughs> and then he does the weird grimace that Arnold Schwarzenegger does. I, they must have done Arnold just because his name's Arnold, right? Like that's Oh yeah. Well I mean like yeah. they've set they, yeah, they've been setting this up for three seasons now. That has to be it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Truly, God. Totally Spies is the homestuck of French anime. That's a French Yeah, sure. Just setting up those dominoes. Ashley, please get us out of here. Until next time. Keep spying. Undercover. Hey, you did it this time! Yay! 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 Yeah. Congratulations! Yeah.